You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. It is shameless, and above all else, it's really weird. But this pension for untruths and embellishment has gotten him all the way to the Oval Office. I'm Guy Benson. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. Folks, it's hard to keep up with what's going on in the world today. We're seeing 40-year highs in inflation. The cost of living is going up. Every week, more price increases are announced. Supply chain disruptions are driving prices higher and making it harder to make ends meet. But if you have 50000 or more in your IRA, 401k, or any other retirement savings, it's obvious your money could be at risk. Call my friends at Gold Co. at 855-707-GOLD. Gold Co. has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. They've helped their customers place nearly $1 billion in precious metals. It's the company I recommend to my audience, friends, and family for gold and silver. Call 855-707-GOLD to get a free gold IRA kit to see how thousands of retirees are protecting their retirement savings with gold and silver and how many are getting 10000 or more in free silver for doing it. Call them at 855-707-GOLD. That's 855-707-GOLD. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Gold Co. cannot guarantee a sure promise future market movement, prices, or profits. Okay, men. This is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this. But you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping. Cook. Clean. Be there emotionally and physically. You gotta dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. No, you won't. Because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What's dangerous and stupid and can cost you 25 grand? Excavating without calling Louisiana One Call. So dial 811 before you dig. It's the law. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Gas and guns. I'm Chris Foster of Fox News. There have been more mass shootings over the weekend and gas prices have hit another all-time high. Wyoming Senate Republican John Barrasso on Fox's Sunday Morning Futures. I think Joe Biden actually wants high gasoline prices so he can force people into electric vehicles. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg tells ABC's This Week. The price of gasoline is, is not set by a dial in the Oval Office. And when an oil company is deciding hour by hour how much to charge you for a gallon of gas, they're not calling the administration to 
ask what they should do. Uh, they're doing it based on their goal of maximizing their profit. Regular grade gas on average 487 a gallon nationwide, according to AAA right now. There were mass shootings. Four people or more shot in at least six states over the weekend. Three people are dead, at least 11 hurt in Philadelphia. Philadelphia police are using surveillance video and other means to piece together information on suspects and a motive. Commissioner Danielle Outlaw said from early indications. We believe that one of the three decedents was a male involved in a physical altercation with another male that was potentially the genesis of the shooting. In addition to the three deaths, 12 people were wounded. Mayor Jim Kenney, in a statement, pointed to a rise in crime that his city has been trying to uncover reasons for. He called this incident deeply troubling. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Some vets have made the trip to the American Cemetery in Normandy, France, on this 78th anniversary of the D-Day invasion in 1944. Ambassador Denise Campbell-Bauer. 160,000 heroes who were heroic in answering the call to service, in sacrificing and fighting so that we could live in peace and prosperity. More than 2,500 Americans died in that battle. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson could lose his job in a no-confidence vote this evening by members of his Conservative Party. If Johnson loses the vote, he'll be replaced as Conservative leader and as Prime Minister. America's listening to Fox News. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more. All for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with a push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? That's why Autism Speaks is teaming up with Lee Container, the Jay Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund, and delivering jobs to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Are you an HR professional, community leader, or business owner? Join us in creating a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. To learn more, visit autismspeaks.org employment. There are two arrests in the fatal shooting of a girl in Detroit. Saturday night on Goldburn Avenue on Detroit's east side. 11-year-old Sanaya Pugh shot in the back. Police say the bullet that killed her came from outside. The shooter behind the house. The middle schooler on a bed in her grandmother's home at the time. Less than 24 hours later, police arresting two people, an adult and a minor. A gymnast, a cheerleader, Sanaya was getting ready to celebrate her 12th birthday at the end of the month. An only child, many of her young family members also at the house at the time of the tragedy. Fox 2 Detroit's Camilla Mary. A British man sentenced to 15 years in prison in Iraq, accused of trying to smuggle artifacts out of the country, including pottery fragments. Jim Fitton's a 66-year-old retired geologist. His defense attorney and family say there was no criminal intent. A German co-defendant is found to have not had criminal content, and he's being released. So what has Bruce Willis retired from acting? This is House Call for Health. June is aphasia awareness month. It's a communication disorder that impacts more than 2 million Americans. It's more common than Parkinson's disease, yet most people have never heard of it. The National Aphasia Association defines it as an acquired communication disorder that impairs a person's ability to process language, but does not affect intelligence. Aphasia impairs the ability to speak and understand others. It's always caused by an injury to the brain and most commonly from suffering a stroke. Some people do 
do continue to improve from the condition over the years, but if symptoms last longer than a few months following a stroke, complete recovery is usually not likely. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. Health Call for Health. I'm Lisa Brady. Fox News. One of the founding members of Bon Jovi died. Alec John Such was 70. He was 31 when the band started in New Jersey, older than anybody else. He left in 1994 saying it felt like work, and the reason he got into a band to begin with was to not work. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 6.05 in the morning on June the 6th. The 70, let's see, do some quick math here, 78th anniversary of D-Day, the longest day, which Bernie, for those who have some time a little bit later on today, it may be worth re-watching the movie, The Longest Day. It was on Turner Classic Movies a couple weeks ago for Memorial Day, and every time it's on, it reminds me just how, what's the word I'm looking for here? How blessed we are to be mm, here today, considering right. all that happened on that day some 78 years ago. To those who served and fought on the beaches of Normandy that day, we remember you. On this, June 6, 2022, there's our little bit of history for the morning. What does the widget say on your end? So partly cloudy skies, 73 degrees. 73 degrees is going to get much warmer today. High of 91 under partly cloudy skies with lots of sunshine. Daniel Phillips has a full look at the forecast in just a few minutes. For News Talk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. Our big story this morning, the state legislature. It's the last day of the 2022 regular session. While most of the session's work has been done, lawmakers will spend the final few hours in the Capitol working to pass amended bills. Among those bills, possible constitutional amendments. Already, lawmakers have approved eight amendments. Voters will decide their fate during the November election. Kevin Gallagher takes a closer look at those items and the items that could be added to the ballot. Eight amendments have already been passed for voters to decide, and lawmakers still have today to pass a few more that are in play. Political analyst John Kubion says that'll make for one long ballot. It is a fair amount of clutter, especially when you consider that there'll be other things on the ballot as well. Like Senate, Congress, and numerous local elections. He says the more items voters see on a ballot, the less interested they are in voting all the way to the bottom. They may just say, you know what, I'm going to vote no on all eight of them, and so that's a risk you have. Amendments passed so far would limit tax rate increases, exempt disabled vets from property taxes and remove all language allowing any form of slavery from state statutes. I'm Kevin Gallagher. John Cuvion brought up an interesting point there. The more items you pack mm -hmm. on a ballot, the more likely people to vote either yes down all the way or no all the way. Mm -hmm. Here's a constitutional amendment I'm in favor of. Let's make a constitutional amendment to limit the when we can put constitutional amendments on the ballot. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Wow. Can we just, uh, can I get an amen on that? Mm-hmm. In Youngsville, one juvenile is in critical condition after a stabbing. It happened Saturday night around midnight in the 900 block of Young Street. According to police, a fight led to that stabbing. 20-year-old Trent Hippolyte is in jail in connection with the case. He's facing an attempted second-degree murder charge. In Iberia Parish, the flooding of the Cargill Salt Mine is scheduled to begin today. It's the first milestone in the closing of that mine on Avery Island. The process is expected to take 45 days with a 30-day monitoring period to follow. Officials announced last year they would close the mine. In Lafayette, new fees are coming to Moncus Park. Patrons will soon have to pay for parking when they drive to the park. The park will also introduce a $10 annual fee for its dog park. Officials say they need the money to maintain the facility. That's because Moncus Park is a private park and receives no public funds.
In state news, Grand Isle is getting $122 million to fight coastal erosion. David Grubb explains what that money will pay for. The small community of Grand Isle has only gotten smaller over the last couple of years following the devastating effects of multiple hurricanes. Now relief is coming in the form of a $122 million investment by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to help repair Grand Isle's storm defenses. Mayor David Carmardale says it's taken a lot of meetings and pressure to get to this point, but it's finally here. Uh, we went to Washington to try to push things up in the last few months back, and uh, it looked like uh, it's happening. The three-phase project starts in August and should ultimately be completed by the summer of 2024. For this year, Carmardale just wishes work could have begun a little sooner, with hurricane season already upon us. I wish we could have started in February and, and be halfway through this, but uh, we got a lot of work to do. I'm David Grubb. On the health beat, COVID numbers may be much lower than what they were this time last year, but researchers on the COVID treatments, can, or excuse me, research on COVID treatments continues. A new LSU health study shines a new light on possible treatment options. Brooke Thorrington has those details. When we treated 30 patients with the ultraviolet light, we saw a reduction in the mortality rate here in New Orleans from about 33% to 13%. Associate Professor of Clinical Surgery, Dr. Frank Lau, says they know that vitamin D helps increase one's immune system, but in pill form, it's not as effective. However, it is with specialized light therapy, and they didn't have to wait long to see improvement among COVID-hospitalized patients. Within uh, two to four days, depending on the patients. He says it's part of a much larger 500 patient study. It's exciting stuff. I'm Brooke Thorrington. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin Cajuns baseball season is over. The Cajuns won their first game of the College Station Regional, beating TCU 7-6 Friday night. The Cajuns then dropped two straight. They lost to Texas A&M 9-6 on Saturday after leading in that contest and then fell to TCU 6-1 on Sunday. LSU, meanwhile, staves off elimination by beating Southern Miss to force a winner-take-all championship game this afternoon at 3 o'clock. That game in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Winner of that game advances to the Super Regionals. Louisiana Tech was bounced from the Austin Regional. They went 1-2. and two. Southeastern was 2-1 and done at the Auburn Regional. In basketball, the Golden State Warriors even the NBA Finals at one game apiece by beating the Boston Celtics. Final score, 107-88. to The series now moves to Boston. Game 3, scheduled for Wednesday night. Nobody won any of the big jackpots this weekend, Bernie. Powerball tonight worth $198 million. <laughs> Mega Millions tomorrow night worth $207 million. The Lotto creeping near $2 million at $1,950,000. Easy five getting above the $200,000 benchmark. In fact, it sits at the $200,000 benchmark. Maybe you will get lucky this week. And finally, yes. the world record. Oh, and this is one where we need Sticks' too much time on our hands playing in the background because truly these people have way too much time on their hands. It's a group of knitting enthusiasts in England. They unofficially broke a Guinness World Record. When they lined up 45,736 yarn pom-poms. What? Yeah. Yarn pom-poms? Pom-poms. Okay. Yes. Uh, the group is called the Brandon Yarn Bombers. Okay. Uh, the group came up with the idea <laughs> to break the world record while discussing ideas for decorations in the town of Suffolk. Okay. <laughs> so they decided to go with pom-poms. Uh, they settled on that idea after seeing the previous record was set in England, in Carlisle to be specific, back in 2016. The old record was 29,312. They surpassed oh. 45,000. Oh, wow. Came close to 46,000. The palms were lined up, counted Thursday, and multiple groups from the region contributed to the attempt. Now the folks over at Guinness are verifying the record to make sure that it is indeed accurate. So who knew? An idea to decorate the town with <laughs> pom-poms led them to a world record. Oh, that's really kind of fun.
It is, but again, mm-hmm. I wonder Different. how much time they had on their hands. Well, yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Coming um, up at 6.30. Yeah. You have something else at 6.30? We have Bear Watch. Ooh, okay. Is it local? No, it's in <laughs> California, and it involves okay. a musical instrument. I'll let you... Uh, okay. I'll let you try to figure out where it goes. Okay. I'm a little um, curious, to say the least, about oh, yeah, that. You can, you can okay. be a little curious, but okay. it's it's going to be a fun one. We also have Cartridge Roll Trivia coming up a little bit later on. Yeah. All that and a bag of chips right oh. here on Acadiana's Morning News. But where are the chips? I didn't find those. Are they hiding? I don't know. I think the Should bear I... got them. Oh, yeah, probably. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. There's really not a whole lot of weather going on over the next couple of days. We are very, very quiet as we make our way through the second week of June. Temperatures are going to push their way to about 91 degrees this afternoon. Keep in mind the heat index is going to be running much warmer than that. It is going to be a hot one out there, so be ready for it. As we make our way through to the afternoon, I do think winds pick up a little bit. Could get a decent breeze. That'll help some, but it's still expected to be fairly muggy. Winds will be from the south at 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows are going to be in the mid-70s tonight, and then we are going to do it all over again tomorrow. In fact, it does look like the work week, for the most part, going to be staying quiet. We'll see a reintroduction of some spotty afternoon showers maybe a little later on this week. Next couple days, though does look like it's going to be staying very dry. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And partly cloudy skies, 73 degrees. QC Kinetics, if you're that person, you suffer with excruciating knee pain. Maybe it's pain in your hip or in your shoulder. Look, whatever the cause of this pain is that is happening, you should definitely get checked out by QC Kinetics. Their approach is very different. It's not about any kind of medicines or surgery. This is an in-office procedure that just uses your body to help you. QC Kinetics is helping people now in Acadiana. This is brand new to our area, and it's basically taking what's already in your body and giving it to you so that the healing properties help your body regenerate what it needs to fix that pain. So if you have been hobbling around for quite some time, QC Kinetics is what you need. Get a free consultation, 337-243-4222, 337-243-4222. Nobody should have to live in pain. This is a non-surgical approach. It is cutting edge. It's a natural option. No drugs, no surgery. I can't say that enough. No drugs and no surgery. And finally, getting relief from the pain, whether it's in your shoulder, your hip, your knees. Call for your QC Kinetics free consultation, 337-243-4222. 337-243-4222. It is a completely different approach. And then you can be pain-free. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. Right now, we're getting an all clear from Lafayette Police as far as crashes or breakdowns go. So just make sure that you're buckling up, keeping it safe out there. If you see trouble, you can always call us. And hey, if you have the KPL mobile app, you can just hit the phone icon. You'll get straight into the studio. Plus, you get the latest news updates as well. The KPL app is free in the App Store. 
That's all it takes to download Squid and Fudge. It is coming up now on 619, uh, Katie Morning News. Monday morning has rolled around again. Ian, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Bernie. How are you? Oh, I'm doing just fine this morning. Okay. I noticed it was a tiny bit less humid this morning. Mm-hmm. Not so bad, you know, but yeah, it's still uh, still going to be a hot one out there today. So a typical summer pattern, you know, just um, the with the waters being so warm out in the Gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Makes me worry, you know, now that we're officially in hurricane season, God, knock on wood, that nothing happens. Uh, maybe this could be the year that the storms just go a completely different direction. Well, we hope that happens because we've been in the bullseye oh or near the bullseye for the last couple of years with mm-hmm. Laura and Delta. Then last year with Ida, mm-hmm. if you remember that initial track had it coming right up Vermilion Bay before it shifted eastward. So here's hoping that we that Louisiana as a whole dodges the bullet this year because Lord, between southwestern and south central Louisiana in 2020 with southeastern Louisiana last year, everybody's been walloped and everybody needs a break right now. But the funny thing is, the Atomic Blonde and I were talking about this yesterday even though it's summer it really hasn't been too terribly hot yet Uh, Mm -hmm. this weekend was pleasant for the most part and it it doesn't feel like summer's hit yet because we haven't seen terrible humidity we've not seen aside from a couple days uh, a few weeks ago heat indices haven't uh, reached the 100 degree mark Mm -hmm. all that much so it's been I, we've been spoiled lately with better than usual temperatures for this time of year. But you know as well as I do, it's only a matter of time before it feels like uh, we're in the middle of hell. Yeah, exactly. That's a nice way to put it. Right in the middle of hell. Right smack dab in the middle of it. <laughs> no, it really ends up feeling like that. Um, and, you know, I think um, one of the biggest things with that is, you, at least I do, I think about people who work outside You know, landscapers, people who are working on road projects, it's got to be just exhausting. It is. And what people don't realize, especially those who work on asphalt, for those who officiate summer ball working on AstroTurf, Mm. when you get on an artificial surface like that, especially asphalt, the temperature goes up a good 30 or more degrees. Cajun Field is a good example. When September 4th rolls around and the Cajuns are playing their first game against Southeastern, air temperatures may be in the 90s. On the field itself, it'll be close to 120, 125. That AstroTurf, it's much hotter on that AstroTurf than it is on Mm -hmm. concrete, on natural grass, anywhere else because it it soaks in all of that heat. So if you're working outside and you're working on something that's not natural grass, God bless you. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I just can't even imagine that. So, you know, when you are out and you're officiating outdoors, do you have like tips that you actually use to make sure that you can cool your body down? Is is there any kind of, uh, I don't know, tips you could give us? 
Uh, yeah, the, the first tip is hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Mm -hmm. uh, stay hydrated. If you can get into an air-conditioned or fanned area, mm -hmm. do that. For a break, you mean? Absolutely, yeah, because it's... You don't realize how much your body needs to cool down until you have a case of heat stroke, and it's happened to me, mm. where you think, I can power through, I can make it, I can go one mm. more. And then you collapse, and yeah. yeah, you didn't make it one more. Florida water is something I was introduced to at Pelican Park when doing slow pitch softball there. Uh -huh. Florida water with a rag, a, a, a get it into an ice chest with a lot of ice, mm -hmm. dip your rag in it, put it on your neck, on your face, it cools you down. Now, the catch with that is just hope that there's not too much dirt in the water by the time sure, you yeah, rag yeah, by your done, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, a, and a quick plug here, Jody Watkins, Cool Blue Products, they stopped by the station a couple of weeks ago. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yes. And their product is essentially Florida water on on a baby wipe. It's a disposable it's rag. genius. And it does the same job. They also have a spray product, and I've started using that, uh, keeping some in my car for when it's hot because you get in your car. It takes a while mm -hmm. to cool down. And you put it, and it cools you off immediately. So that, uh, just to give them a cheap plug, cool blue, uh, cool blue is something that I will start adding to my packet when I'm working softball next season. Because even in February, March, sometimes it's a little bit hotter than usual. You need that in your bag to, uh, to get you going. So, uh, so that is a wonderful product as well. But there, there are multiple ways to do it. And for those who are working outside right now, uh, regardless of what you're doing, mm -hmm. that's a perfect way of of doing it. Hydration, finding products, whether it's Florida water, cool blue, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. to put on your body to keep you cold, get in the air conditioning. Hey, dumping a, uh, dumping a jug of water on you doesn't hurt either. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some people who do that, taking a cold shower if you have the ability to do that. But uh, whatever ways you can do it, do it, because we don't want to hear any stories of people getting heat strokes. Mm. You know, and the, the way it saps your energy, even if you're just out there for a couple of hours, um, the exhaustion that always seems to be associated with, with the heavy-duty heat. Yeah, and, and I think there's some people, and I'm part of this group, that think, nah, I, my body's okay. I, yeah, what I'm I feeling is just it. powering through it. Right. I can make it. Uh, we have a we have a tendency to forget that exhaustion is real, mm -hmm. and that what our body is feeling is what we need to is what we need to read. Mm -hmm. We can't say nobody. You can go for it because our body will tell us to hell with you. I'm stopping. Yeah, I know. And it gives you that. Hey, I'm gonna collapse now. You know. Right, and when your body collapses, you just better hope you're in the right place because if you wind up conking your head on something. It's oh, even worse wow. than having heat stroke. You're absolutely right. Okay, speaking of exhaustion mm -hmm. and conking your head on something, let's talk about the legislature. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> going to go into a, into a mattress plug. No. <laughs> oh, yes, exhaustion and hitting your head on something. Yes, uh, the legislature making us head our heads. Did, did you read The Advocate this morning? Uh, I read several stories, yes. Which one are you referring to? The Bodie White story yes. particularly. Now, that's but, one but where, it doesn't uh, where we're hitting our me. heads. Yeah, okay. So let's, just to give a quick synopsis, um, head of Senate Finance, and, and there are some members of the House that are saying it was downright bullying. If he didn't get his way, there were all these threats and and... You know, that people's projects, pet projects, if you will, were going to get kicked out of the way, etc. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, I think it's kind of par for the course 
with the legislature. The, the, a couple of people came to Bodie White's defense, but but for the most part, a bunch of House members spoke on the condition of anonymity because they're that afraid of the guy. Right, and he, and this is why. When you look at what his committee has done, it's yeah. like the bills they've killed, mm-hmm. you get it. And the fact of the matter is, until Bodie White is out of office uh, next year, or let's see, in two years, because he has one more session to go, until he's out of office, people are going to kowtow to him because he has that much power in Senate finance. And all of this, the bills he killed this year were because the House refused to go along with the bill that he wanted to redraw the central school district's boundaries. And for those of you who haven't paid attention to this, the reason he, why he wanted to do it was to keep newer neighborhoods that are predominantly black out of the central school district and in the East Baton Rouge Parish School District. Lawmakers said, no, we're not going along with that. So what does he do? He kills several bills. Among them, this is also in The Advocate today, a bill from State Representative Paula Davis that would have required insurance companies to cover fertility preservation procedures for cancer patients about to undergo radiation, chemotherapy, mm-hmm. and other treatments. Mm-hmm. That otherwise, that would render them sterile if they didn't have these, uh, if they didn't have the preservation procedures. Mm-hmm. So when you look at something like this, a bill that the reasonable person would say, you know what, this is good. This will help uh, people start families. After all, Louisiana is supposedly a pro-life state. Bodie White says, you didn't vote for my bill. I'm going to kill this Mm -hmm. and try to do the same thing with others. Mm -hmm. That's an abuse of power. Now, again, Mm. it's Louisiana. It's a state legislature where Mm -hmm. practically anything goes. Well, and they are saying, look, this is what happened. Now, to prove it would be. Hmm. Well, it doesn't take much when even members of the Republican Party are telling Bodie White to go pound sand. Yeah, they're starting to get really fed up is. The way that the Advocate article describes it is a nice way to put it, let's say. Yeah, and and this will set up an interesting situation for next year because Bodie White, I think, is trying to cling to political power. This is a man who ran for East Baton Rouge Parish president the last go-around, which would have been, I I forget if they're on the congressional election schedule or if they're Mm -hmm. on the Louisiana legislative and gubernatorial session, but the last time they ran, or the last time that Bodie White ran for uh, East Baton Rouge Parish president, he lost. That was in the most recent election for that position. He is seeing some of his bills get shot down because, well, they benefit Bodie White and nobody else but Bodie White. And he's and he's using his power to tell everybody else uh, where the where he believes the power lies, Mm -hmm. which makes me wonder someone who is this desperate to hold on to power like that. Mm. Will the rest of the party and everybody else who have had to work with him or work in spite of him Mm. step up and say, we've had enough. You're done. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. But then again, is the Louisiana legislature, isn't it? Well, wow. here's the thing. Bodie White, at this point, they have nothing to lose. Bodie mm-hmm. White's term limited. Well, sure. Where else is he going to go? It's mm-hmm. not like he can, well, he maybe he can run for House next year. because mm-hmm. that's a, There's well. that loophole. Mm-hmm. But with that, if they get rid of him for one year, this, uh, for one session, they get rid of him for one year, take him out of power and say, you have, uh, you have embarrassed us. You've not mm-hmm. gotten, you've not allowed us to push through any of our initiatives. We need somebody else. And if they give him that rebuke on his way out, then maybe it'll send a message to other people who run next year. Don't let it all go to your head. Exactly. You're not the supreme ruler. Exactly. It is coming up now on 630. Acadiana's morning news. We'll talk legislative business. All of that coming up. Ian has our headlines on the way. This is your number one news, weather and traffic source in Acadiana. This is News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. 
The loudest voices on the biggest issues impacting your life. Continuing the long tradition of informing you in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. It's 6.35 in the morning, 73 degrees outside, and apparently the pollen is high, which if you woke up, you already know the pollen (laughs) is high. You didn't need me to tell you that. All right. Daniel Phillips says partly cloudy, lots of sunshine, and a high of 91 today. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a few minutes. For News Talk 96.5, KPL Amiano and our big story this morning, the, le- the state legislature. It's the final day of the 2022 regular legislative session. While most of the while most of lawmakers' work has been finished, they'll spend, they'll spend their final few hours in the Capitol working to pass amended bills. I'll spend the next couple of hours trying to get my words out. Among the bills, possible constitutional amendments. Already, lawmakers have approved eight amendments, and voters will decide their fate during the November election. But more could be coming. Kevin Gallagher takes a closer look. Eight amendments have already been passed for voters to decide, and lawmakers still have today to pass a few more that are in play. Political analyst John Kuvion says that'll make for one long ballot. It is a fair amount of clutter, especially when you consider that there'll be other things on the ballot as well. Like Senate, Congress, and numerous local elections. He says the more items voters see on a ballot, the less interested they are in voting all the way to the bottom. They may just say, you know what, I'm going to vote no on all eight of them, and so that's a risk you have. Amendments passed so far would limit tax rate increases, exempt disabled vets from property taxes and remove all language allowing any form of slavery from state statutes. I'm Kevin Gallagher. In Youngsville, one juvenile is in critical condition after a stabbing. Happened Saturday night around midnight in the 900 block of Young Street. Police say a fight led to that stabbing. 20-year-old Trent Hippolyte is in jail in connection with the case. He's facing an attempted second-degree murder charge. In Iberia Parish, the flooding of the Cargill Salt Mine is scheduled to begin today. It's the first milestone in the closing of that mine on Avery Island. The process is expected to take 45 days with a 30-day monitoring period to follow. Officials announced last year they would close the mine. In Lafayette, new fees are coming to Moncus Park. Patrons will soon have to pay for parking. Moncus Park will also introduce a $10 annual fee for its dog park. Officials say they need the money to maintain the horse farm. That's because Moncus Park is a private facility and receives no public funds. By the way, if you walk or bike to the park, you don't have to worry about the parking fee. In state news, Grand Isle is getting $122 million to fight coastal erosion. David Grubb explains what the money will pay for. The small community of Grand Isle has only gotten smaller over the last couple of years following the devastating effects of multiple hurricanes. Now relief is coming in the form of a $122 million investment by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to help repair Grand Isle's storm defenses. Mayor David Carmardale says it's taken a lot of meetings and pressure to get to this point, but it's finally here. Uh, we went to Washington to try to push things up in the last few months back, and uh, it looked like uh, it's happening. The three-phase project starts in August and should ultimately be completed by the summer of 2024. For this year, Carmardale just wishes work could have begun a little sooner, with hurricane season already upon us. I wish we could have started in February and, and be halfway through this, but uh, we got a lot of work to do. I'm David Grubb. On the health beat, COVID numbers may be trending downward, but research continues. In fact, a new LSU health study shines a new light on a possible option. Brooke Thornton has the details. When we treated 
30 patients with the ultraviolet light, we saw a reduction in the mortality rate here in New Orleans from about 33% to 13%. Associate Professor of Clinical Surgery, Dr. Frank Lau, says they know that vitamin D helps increase one's immune system, but in pill form, it's not as effective. However, it is with specialized light therapy, and they didn't have to wait long to see improvement among COVID hospitalized patients. Within uh, two to four days, depending on the patients. He says it's part of a much larger 500 patient study. It's exciting stuff. I'm Brooke Thorrington. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball season is over. The Cajuns won their first game of the College Station Regional. They beat TCU 7-6. Then the Cajuns dropped two straight. They lost to Texas A&M 9-6 on Saturday and then lost to TCU 6-1 on Sunday. LSU, meanwhile, staves off elimination by beating Southern Miss to force a winner-take-all championship game this afternoon at 3.30. The winner advances to the Super Regional. Southern Miss joining the Sunbelt Conference next year. They're one of three teams with Sunbelt ties still alive in the NCAA Regionals. Texas State is still alive. They'll play a winner-take-all game a little bit later on today to decide who goes on to the Super Regional. If I can find who they're playing, I will tell you in a second. There they are. They'll take on Stanford in that winner-take-all championship game in the Stanford Regional. Coastal Carolina won the national championship about five, six years ago. They'll take on East Carolina in the Greenville Regional. Winner of that game will take on Texas in the Super Regional later this week. Other state schools in the NCAA tournament, Louisiana Tech, they're bounced. They went one and two in Austin. Southeastern two and done in the Auburn Regional. In basketball, the Golden State Warriors even the NBA Finals at one game apiece by beating the Boston Celtics. Final score last night, 107-88. The series now moves to Boston. Game three, scheduled for Wednesday night. Nobody won the big jackpots this weekend, Bernie. Powerball tonight at $198 million. Mega Millions tomorrow, $207 million. Lotto on Wednesday, right at the $2 million mark. In fact, $1,950,000 to be precise. And the Easy Five at $200,000. And finally, Bernie has promised... Bear Watch. Okay, Bear Watch. Tell us about the Bear Watch. So we'll take off to the Great White North for this one. Yes. We go to British Columbia. Tristan okay. Clausen is a teacher at St. John's Academy. He was tipped off to a bear lurking outside the school uh, when he heard another teacher banging a trash can trying to right. scare off the bear. The okay. bear apparently was sniffing around a wooden structure that houses the trash cans. Okay. Clausen said he could do much better. Okay. So he went to his classroom and he picked up an implement that he uses on a daily basis. Ooh, okay, tell me more. He picked up a trumpet. Clausen is a music <laughs> teacher and he figured, hey, or excuse me, he picked up a trombone. I'm sorry. Oh, a trombone. Because a okay. trumpet, a, a bear might actually like the sound of a trumpet. A trombone, though, yeah. So he picks up a trombone, goes outside, and he does his best John the Revelator impersonation and starts playing the trombone. Uh-huh. And it worked. The bear left. No kit. Come on. How does that happen? Apparently, the bear was startled by Clausen's playing. Wow. Uh, and the bear ran away. I, that's just awesome. Now, how does that happen? <laughs> I, I don't know. But I guess if, if ever we have a bear situation in Lafayette, we need to go find John the Revelator Mills, uh, have yes. him go play his trombone and scare the bear off. Oh, John yeah, doesn't even great. have to dress up as a Statue of Liberty. He just needs his <laughs> trombone. I love it. I just love it. Oh, man. That's so, cool. So there you go. Now we know. Whenever we have a bear in the area, grab a trombone. and go. Now, now I'm wondering, does it have to be a real trombone? Can we get a recording of someone playing a trombone? Uh, like the the Miko trombone solo in uh, Diana Ross's I'm Coming Out. Right. Can, uh, can, can we just play that or will that not work? Do we need someone playing uh, it? That's a good question.
uh, live oh. and in living color. Okay, good point. Good point. Hadn't thought about that. Okay, I, don't I know. think we well, need to give it some research. Do you think there might be other instances in which this has occurred? Hmm. Probably not. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know anybody else who'd be brave enough to uh, to play the trombone. So, uh. oh, what a great vault. story! Yeah, it is a great story. While we have the opportunity, let's do cartridge roll trivia. Mm, okay, While we I'm have ready. the opportunity, okay. we mentioned earlier today is the 78th anniversary of D-Day. Yes. But two years earlier, on the same day, mm-hmm. the United States Navy won a major victory. In the Pacific Theater. Mm. Today is the 80th anniversary of what important World War II battle? Oh gosh. Um, hmm. uh, I don't remember. Ian. A Chicago airport is named for this battle. Uh, Midway? Yes. Okay. All right. Thanks for the clue because I was having a moment. Wow. Okay. So today is the 80th anniversary of the Battle of Midway, the 78th anniversary of Operation Overlord, or as we know it, and the execution of Operation Eptune, as we all know it, D-Day. Again, to all those who served in World War II, those still with us, those who may have passed on, thank you for your service. Yeah, indeed. That's Cartridge World Trivia. Thank you, sir. Cartridge World, you can find them right in the Ambassador Row Shopping Center. It is a great location. You can save money, 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 money on all those cartridges and ink purchases that you need to make for the computers at home and for everything at the office. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. There's really not a whole lot of weather going on over the next couple of days. We are very, very quiet as we make our way through the second week of June. Temperatures are going to push their way to about 91 degrees this afternoon. Keep in mind the heat index is going to be running much warmer than that. It is going to be a hot one out there, so be ready for it. As we make our way through to the afternoon, I do think winds pick up a little bit. Could get a decent breeze. That'll help some, but it's still expected to be fairly muggy. Winds will be from the south at 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows are going to be in the mid-70s tonight, and then we are going to do it all over again tomorrow. In fact, it does look like the work week, for the most part, going to be staying quiet. We'll see a reintroduction of some spotty afternoon showers maybe a little later on this week. Next couple days, though does look like it's going to be staying very dry. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And right now, 73 degrees, got partly cloudy skies. Weather brought to you by Broussard Poche Certified Public Accountants, your firm for a lifetime. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. All right, double-checking what's happening in our traffic this morning. Hey, right now, no crashes, no breakdowns. Ah, we will take it. If you see some trouble, call us at 232-1542. If you have the KPL app, all you have to do is hit the phone icon and you'll get straight into the studio. Remember, you're our eyes and ears out there. It's coming up now at 648. You're listening to Acadiana's Morning News. All right, some app chatting already getting started this morning. Don Ho says, good morning. Maybe that bear has trombonophobia. Maybe so. (laughs) I don't know. There are a lot of humans who have trombonophobia. Well, that's true. That is very true. Good morning, Don. Thanks for listening. How can you app chat us? Same uh, same way that Don did. You just download the KPL app. You can send us a message. We're able to talk back with you as well. So, uh, you know, if you want to talk to us, 
cool. If you just want to like leave a comment and go, that's okay too. Uh, it's an easy thing to do. Now, speaking of an easy thing to do, mm-hmm. coming up hmm, tomorrow, there's an awesome event. Taste of Eat Lafayette. Mm. It's happening tomorrow. It's in conjunction with the Louisiana Seafood Cook-Off at the Cajun Dome Convention Center. The doors open at 5.30 tomorrow. Hmm. We might have some tickets to give away. I'd be listening this morning. You mean uh, hmm. You mean Moon and Brandon didn't steal all the tickets that would, themselves? That would be correct. A shocker, I know. But uh, surprisingly. You know how much he likes to eat. <laughs> So uh, we might have some of those tickets, you know, just kind of throwing that out there. Maybe um, you might have your chance a little bit later on to be able to uh, score yourself a pair of tickets for you and your friends. Now, if you're in the interim and you're like, oh, I don't want to wait for that, you can buy a ticket. OK, you can go on over to the Cajun Dome box office, purchase your tickets there. It's $25 per ticket, but you get to sample 30 different restaurants. Cuisine from 30 different places. And it's always so fun because you end up seeing all of your friends that you know over there at that event. So just keep listening. We'll tell you, uh, we'll tell you a little bit about that coming up a little bit later on. All right, Ian. Um, you know, I guess I hadn't really thought about the breakdown of the numbers, but Megan Wyatt and David Mamone, uh, with the advocate, uh, mm-hmm. did some calculations between the year 2000. And April of 2022, this is according to The Trace. It's a nonprofit news organization. Um, Six million guns were sold in Louisiana. And that's between what years? 2000 and 2022. Over 22-year period? Mm -hmm. Sounds about right. Puts the state at number 18 in the nation for guns sold per capita. You said six million, right? Mm -hmm. Six million. Yep. So um, gun sales per capita have also increased uh, in the last 20 years or so. It's about um, 273,000 guns per year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what the breakdown is. To break that down, that's a just over, that's a little more than one gun per person in Lafayette Parish per mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. So a lot of folks out there are buying guns, and there is um, that that has occurred over that 20 year span of time, I'm sure it's going to only continue to probably increase. Now, one of the pieces of legislation that was being discussed in the legislature is what happens with concealed carry. Um, And so today is the final day. We'll see what ultimately ends up happening with the concealed carry uh, legislation that would make it uh, the ability for anybody to be able to carry concealed. So I'm going to do a quick go through. double check on that. I think that bill is dead. Did it finally of- get, listen to me, get dead. Did it finally <laughs> get removed from the process? I'm not sure that it was removed from the process as much as it was uh, that members of the legislature stalled so much. On it. That's why I was wondering, as we kind of make it down to the, the end of the legislative session here, I don't think. It was Danny McCormick's bill, wasn't yes, it? Yes, Danny McCormick's, and I don't remember the, the bill number. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember the number either. I'm looking it up by his name. Let's see. All right, Weapon you work on concealed that. Carry. It's scheduled for today. That's what I'm saying. This. I knew it was going to happen. It was going to be a last-minute thing, but I knew that was going to happen. Um, you know, they're going to give it their final push. So what will happen to it, we shall see. Um, it's still basically in play. 
Yeah, because yesterday it went up, and here's the thing. People thought it was dead because mm -hmm. it needed the two-thirds right. vote. It got two-thirds right. in the House yesterday, so it goes it. to the Senate. The million-dollar question is, what does John Bell do, mm -hmm. and will lawmakers decide we want, they want to do another veto session because they've already done one this mm -hmm. year. They've had a special session for reapportionment. They had the veto session for the reapportionment, and this is uh, their third session with the regular session. Do they want to do a fourth one? So I think right now uh, this... I think this bodes more in favor of John Bell if he decides to veto it because I don't know if lawmakers will want to go through a fourth yeah, session. I don't think they have the the. I don't know. I don't think they have the want to do it. Let me put it that way. But right. we could be totally wrong. It's and, coming. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, go and ahead. let's and let's see if it even makes it to the Senate floor today because they only have till it's six o'clock tonight. Yeah, and it's possible it won't. That is a a possibility. All right. So the promised tickets, two tickets. Up for grabs. All right, B caller five two three two one five four two. That's two three two one five four two. Caller five, you will get a pair of tickets to tomorrow's Taste of Eat Lafayette. It's happening. Doors open tomorrow evening at five thirty. Over thirty restaurants that you'll be able to sample. And if you're calling number five right now, two three two one five four two, you'll walk away with a pair of tickets. For free. Now, if you're like, oh, I don't want to wait on that, no problem. Go to the Cajun Dome box office, check out Ticketmaster. You can get your tickets that way. Caller 5 is going to win right now at KPL. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Starbucks making a lot of headlines this morning. Workers at a Starbucks in New Orleans voted to unionize. That's the first such vote in Louisiana. Meanwhile, workers at a Starbucks in Ithaca, New York, say the company is closing their outlet in retaliation for unionizing. The workers filed a complaint with the National Labor Relations Board. The company says it's closing the store because of facilities, staffing, and time and attendance issues. Finally, the Wall Street Journal reports that interim CEO Howard Schultz is considering only outsiders to replace him. He told the paper that Starbucks needs experience in areas that they don't have now. Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference begins today. Traditionally, the big focus is on software. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Roger Stern, invested in you. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. Last week, Sheryl Sandberg, Facebook's chief operating officer, abruptly quit. She says that she's burned out. But like most statements from Facebook, that's a trifle misleading. She didn't quit. She fled. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by CarShield. Protect your car from expensive repairs. Visit carshield.com slash Kim and save 10%. A deductible may apply. When Sandberg joined Facebook in 2008, Mark Zuckerberg was just a kid who didn't finish college and never held a job. 
His mantra was move fast and break things. Sandberg would calm things down and be the adult in the room. But she was neck deep in Cambridge Analytica. She mishandled all of the false Russian disinformation stories. She failed to stop the streaming suicides, beatings and killings. And she's been quietly selling almost all of her Facebook meta shares, which isn't done unless she no longer believes in the company or she knows that something bad is definitely on the way. So which is it? When I find out, I post breaking tech news 24-7 at my website. That's commando.com. Innovative businesses see every day as an opportunity to create something new. Dell Technologies Advisors are here with tools and expertise to help you do incredible things because Dell Technologies believes there's an innovator in all of us. To do more with a Latitude laptop, Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Find tech that suits you by calling a Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. 877-ASK-DELL. Right now, get the incredible iPhone 13 on us at T-Mobile, the network with more 5G bars in more places. I'm becoming an influencer. How so? With my iPhone 13's dual camera, my travel photos look amazing, and I can share them with 5G during our hike up there. Coming? I'll um, catch you online. Switch to T-Mobile and get the new iPhone 13 on us with eligible trade-in on our Max plan. Get 24 monthly bill credits with qualifying new line plus tax for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling service to continue remaining bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreements due. T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. See details. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Another weekend of mass shootings. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. Three people died in Philadelphia where police say there were several shooters in a busy area of stores, bars, and restaurants. Police believe that one of the men killed was involved in a physical altercation that spawned the shootout. Investigators say the other man and woman were likely innocent bystanders. Twelve others were injured. The National Gun Archives defines a mass shooting, though, as one with a minimum of four people shot. So under that standard, there have been 13 this weekend, killing 17 and injuring at least 69 people. That includes 14 shot in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Two were killed. Another person by a vehicle in that. And four people shot in Mesa, Arizona. Two of those victims have died. Fox's Alexandria Hoff. A decision in a gun rights case is one of several pending from the Supreme Court. Some could be announced this morning. Some big cases have yet to be announced, including New York's concealed carry law. The rule says if you want a permit to carry a gun outside of your home, you must demonstrate special need for self-protection. Of course, one of the biggest decisions many are waiting on is whether the court will overturn Roe versus Wade. A draft opinion authored by Justice Samuel Alito leaked last month and would uphold Mississippi's law to ban abortion after 15 weeks, overturning Roe in the process. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. The first public hearing of the House Committee investigating last January's Capitol riot is Thursday evening. Our goal is to present uh, the narrative of what happened in this country, how close we came to losing our democracy, what led to that violent attack on the 6th. California Democrat Adam Schiff on CBS Face the Nation. Top House Republican Kevin McCarthy says the committee is targeting political enemies. It's beyond its legislative scope. You know, there are separations of powers. The House does not have criminal investigation. He was on Fox's Sunday Morning Futures. A joint live fire exercise has the U.S. and South Korean militaries firing eight ballistic missiles into the sea off South Korea's east coast to show a force after North Korean missile launches. America's listening to Fox News. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Are you tired of being tracked online? There's a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. 
It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more, all for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? That's why Autism Speaks is teaming up with Lee Container, the Jay Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund, and delivering jobs to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Are you an HR professional, community leader, or business owner? Join us in creating a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. To learn more, visit autismspeaks.org employment. Great Britain could be getting a new prime minister. Boris Johnson faces what's called a no-confidence vote by members of his Conservative Party this evening. If he loses, the party chooses a new leader and prime minister. The British government, meantime, is joining some other allies, including the U.S., sending rocket systems to Ukraine's military. Russian President Vladimir Putin again warns against sending longer-range systems that could be used against targets in Russia. A New York City Department of Corrections captain has died after getting a Brazilian butt lift. Tandra Bowser-Williams, a 49-year-old corrections captain at Rikers Island, suffered a massive stroke just days after traveling to Santo Domingo to receive a fat transfer surgery from plastic surgeon Dr. Hector Cabral back on May 13th, according to her husband, who spoke to the New York Daily News. Dr. Cabral was previously indicted in March of 2011 under former New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman on 10 counts of operating without a medical license and fraud and conspiracy charges. Bowser Williams' husband said his partner of over 25 years was confident in Cabral's abilities despite his past indictment. Ted Lindner, Fox News. Tom Cruise still flying high. Top Gun Maverick tops the box office for a second weekend. Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, a.k.a. Iceman. The sequel to the 1986 original with 86 million in ticket sales in North America. It's also doing well overseas and on track to being the biggest hit of Crew's career. Coming in a distant second on the weekend charts, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness with 9.3 million in ticket sales. The Bob's Burgers movie third with 4.5 million. Kathleen Maloney, Fox News. Golden State beats Boston 107-88 to tie their best-of-seven NBA final series at a game apiece. Steph Curry with 29 points for the Warriors. Hockey to Tampa Bay Lightning now down 2-1 to one against the New York Rangers in their NHL Eastern Conference final. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 7.07 in the morning. Bernie, what does the widget say? Okay, so guess what? It dropped one whole degree. We're now at 72. Hey, hey. Superdome temperature in Lafayette. Yeah. It's going to get much hotter than that today. <laughs> Partly cloudy, lots of sunshine, a high to 91. Daniel Phillips has a full look at the forecast in a second. For News Talk 96.5 KPL, I'm Ian and The big story, the state legislature. It's the final day of the 2022 regular session. While most of lawmakers' work has been finished, they'll spend their final few hours in the Capitol working to pass amended bills. Among them, one Bernie brought up a little while ago, that's the concealed carry without a permit bill. Also on the agenda, more constitutional amendments. Kevin Gallagher takes a closer look. 
Eight amendments have already been passed for voters to decide, and lawmakers still have today to pass a few more that are in play. Political analyst John Kuvion says that'll make for one long ballot. It is a fair amount of clutter, especially when you consider that there'll be other things on the ballot as well. Like Senate, Congress, and numerous local elections. He says the more items voters see on a ballot, the less interested they are in voting all the way to the bottom. They may just say, you know what, I'm going to vote no on all eight of them, and so that's a risk you have. Amendments passed so far would limit tax rate increases, exempt disabled vets from property taxes and remove all language allowing any form of slavery from state statutes. I'm Kevin Gallagher. In Youngsville, a juvenile is in critical condition after a stabbing. It happened Saturday night around midnight at the 900 block of Young Street. Police say a fight led to that stabbing. 20-year-old Trent Hippolyte is in jail in connection with the case. He's facing an attempted second-degree murder charge. In Iberia Parish, the flooding of the Cargill Salt Mine is scheduled to begin today. It's the first milestone in the closing of that mine on Avery Island. The process is expected to take 45 days. A 30-day monitoring period will immediately follow. Officials announced last year they would close the mine. In Lafayette, new fees are coming to Moncus Park. Patrons of the horse farm will soon have to pay for parking when they drive there. The park will also introduce a $10 annual fee for its dog facility. Officials say they need the money to maintain the horse farm. That's because Moncus Park is a private park and receives no public funds. In state news, Grand Isle is getting $122 million to fight coastal erosion. David Grubb explains what will happen with that money. The small community of Grand Isle has only gotten smaller over the last couple of years following the devastating effects of multiple hurricanes. Now relief is coming in the form of a $122 million investment by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to help repair Grand Isle's storm defenses. Mayor David Carmardale says it's taken a lot of meetings and pressure to get to this point, but it's finally here. Uh, we went to Washington to try to push things up in the last few months back, and uh, it looked like uh, it's happening. The three-phase project starts in August and should ultimately be completed by the summer of 2024. For this year, Carmardale just wishes work could have begun a little sooner, with hurricane season already upon us. I wish we could have started in February and, and be halfway through this, but uh, we got a lot of work to do. I'm David Grubb. On the health beat, COVID numbers may be trending downward, but research continues. A new LSU health study shines a new light on a possible COVID treatment option. Brooke Thorrington has the details. When we treated 30 patients with the ultraviolet light, we saw a reduction in the mortality rate here in New Orleans from about 33% to 13%. Associate Professor of Clinical Surgery, Dr. Frank Lau, says they know that vitamin D helps increase one's immune system, but in pill form, it's not as effective. However, it is with specialized light therapy. And they didn't have to wait long to see improvement among COVID hospitalized patients. Within uh, two to four days, depending on the patients. He says it's part of a much larger 500 patient study. It's exciting stuff. I'm Brooke Thorrington. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team season is over. The Cajuns won their first game of the College Station Regional, beating Texas Christian University 7-6. The Cajuns then dropped their next two games. They lost to Texas A&M 9-6 on Saturday and then to TCU 6-1 on Sunday. LSU, meanwhile, saves off elimination. They beat Southern Miss last night to force a winner-take-all championship game this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Winner goes on to the Super Regional. Louisiana Tech gets bounced in the Austin Regional after going 1-2. Southeastern 2-1 and done in the Auburn Regional. Speaking of the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns in baseball, Sunbelt Conference with three teams still alive. Texas State will play Stanford today in the championship game at the Stanford Regional. Winner advances to the Super Regional. Coastal Carolina still alive. They'll play Eastern Carolina today in the winner-take-all championship game. The winner goes to Austin to play Texas in that Super Regional. And as we mentioned, Southern Mississippi, not yet a member of the Sunbelt Conference. They'll be joining at the end of July. They will take on LSU today. So again, the Sunbelt Conference with three games of interest in the NCAA Regionals today. 
In basketball, the Golden State Warriors even the NBA Finals at one game apiece by beating the Boston Celtics. Final score, 107-88. Series now moves to Boston. Game three, Wednesday night. Powerball jackpot tonight worth $198 million. Mega Millions tomorrow at $207 million. The Lotto, $1,950,000 on Wednesday. And the Easy Five on Wednesday at $200,000. And finally, Bernie, mm. we go to Alaska for this one. All right. I love Alaska. All right. What's up? Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 oh. no. We're not going to Alaska here. We're going actually to Brooklyn, New York. Oh, well, that's even more fun. Okay. What's going on? is the hero at this bar in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Because she calmly and efficiently ejected an intruder. Oh. Well, what happened? What were the Would details? Would you like so- to guess what she did? Okay. Um, I'm guessing she secretly was dialing 911 on her phone and told him to go away. What happened? I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. She didn't, she uh, did not follow the advice of the people's court. She took the law into her own hands. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So this woman from Alaska, her Uh name is Sarah Fulton. Yeah. Stepped forward and told someone, hold my phone. I'm from Alaska. (laughs) When she intervened in the situation, Uh she stepped up, grabbed a possum by the scrum and threw it out of the bar. (laughs) So that was the little guy that was causing the trouble? Yep, the possum ran into the bar, caused mm-hmm. a commotion. Of course, New Yorkers don't know what to do with the possum. Right. But our friend from Alaska did. Okay. Uh, Fulton says, quote, I'm from Alaska. Mm-hmm. I used to go camping with black bears hanging out at my campsite. I think it was just instinctual. I just like yep. went up to him and was like, hey, I know you're afraid. And I was like, all right, I think I'm going to scruff you and take you out because that would be the least painful for you. Oh, I got to tell you, a friend of mine that moved to Alaska... Uh, I, she is that person now. She completely is. She's like a superhero now. Like she was always cool before, but now she, uh, she drives a truck like a, like a killer. Let me just put it that way. Um, (laughs) you know, I've seen sides of, uh, Alaskan Debbie that I never thought were possible. And I got to tell you, it's pretty fun. I don't know what happens when you go up there, but. It's amazing. Alaska will do things to you, apparently. Right? But in a good way. Like, look, man, the people there remind me so much of the people here at home because they are take charge, get it done. They live to have the good times, to go fishing and do all the awesome outdoor stuff. I mean, we're Louisiana. We're the paradise state, right? I mean, sure. But in Alaska, they are so much like us. Man, there's some get-it-done hard Americans. It's awesome. Yes, they do. I need to go back and amend something I said a second ago. Oh, what happened? Uh, Southern Miss Southern Miss beat LSU last night, not Ew. the other way around. Oh. Thank you, Moon Griffon, for paying attention and catching that. So Uh-oh. LSU lost last night. Southern Miss staved off elimination. Still a uh, winner-take-all championship game at 3 o'clock today. Ah, okay, so winner-take-all. Gotcha. 3 o'clock is the time today. Okay. Well, thanks, yes, Moon, thank for you, Moon, that for out. saving us. Yeah, it's Monday. I haven't had enough coffee yet. I don't know about you. Neither me. I'm about to go uh, make another cup. Yeah, I think probably after about five or six cups, we might be awake at that point. I don't know. It's questionable, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not hopeful that I'll be fully awake <laughs> today. Okay, I do want to say to Catherine. 
Um, Catherine said, listen, I was listening. I heard y'all doing the ticket giveaway. She was having a slow start to her morning. Uh, but she's like, the yeah. minute she heard about those tickets, she's like, I never do this. But she's like, I dialed the number. She was totally amazed because she was caller five. Good. Yeah. So she gets to go to Yay. the Taste of Eat Lafayette. I know. Congrats. And uh, so we'll have Congratulations. Another, well yeah, done. Another pair of tickets to give away a little bit later on this hour and maybe next hour, too. But she also wanted to say, Ian, she heard you talking about everybody's heard about the bird. Surfing bird. And she said the day we started talking about it and you were singing in the background, she said it was crazy. She hadn't laughed that much in a long time. So good job, Ian, on making Catherine just totally laugh. Catherine, surfing bird, a little bit for you, lady. Happy Monday. Speaking of surfing birds, we need yes. to get Jay Walker in here for a season wrap-up this week. Uh, so we'll work on that. I think that's a great idea. Maybe if he might be available tomorrow, uh, that would be a, a good fun thing to do. Yeah, season kind of wrap-up. I think that'd be great. So maybe he'll be available. I'll have my people talk to his people. In the 8 o'clock hour tomorrow, that would be lovely. Uh, he may be on with Prather across the hall, but I'll check. Oh, that's right. Prather. Prather gets him first. All right. Wrapping this up, got weather on the way. Here's update brought to you by (laughs) Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. There's really not a whole lot of weather going on over the next couple of days. We are very, very quiet as we make our way through the second week of June. Temperatures are going to push their way to about 91 degrees this afternoon. Keep in mind, the heat index is going to be running much warmer than that. It is going to be a hot one out there, so be ready for it. As we make our way through to the afternoon, I do think winds pick up a little bit. Could get a decent breeze. That'll help some, but it's still expected to be fairly muggy. Winds will be from the south at 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows are going to be in the mid-70s tonight, and then we are going to do it all over again tomorrow. In fact, it does look like the work week, for the most part, going to be staying quiet. We'll see a reintroduction of some spotty afternoon showers maybe a little later on this week. Next couple days, though does look like it's going to be staying very dry. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And right now, oh, we are back up to 73 degrees. We do have mostly sunny skies. Look, it may be Monday morning, but it's a beautiful, beautiful Monday morning. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. We got a little stalled vehicle. Cameron at Ambassador Caffrey. That's Cameron at Ambassador Caffrey. Make sure that you're buckling up, even at Safe Out. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. To honor America and perform our national anthem, please welcome three-time Grammy winner, Pink.
And good morning, Acadiana. Monday morning has rolled around again. Ian, good morning to you, my friend. Good morning, Bernie. How are you? Oh, doing just great. All right, Don checking back in. Don Ho saying his joke about the trombone earlier, he said, uh-huh. okay, that sounded so much better in my head. He's like, my mind is a terrible thing to be left alone with. <laughs> well, you know. In, I think that's in, most of us, though, right? But in his defense. Yeah. In his defense, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it was a good comment because a lot of people are afraid of trombones, especially when they hear this. <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> in fact, if that's what the music teacher played for the bear, I think it would have been fantastic. You think? Hmm, maybe so. Maybe so. Okay, so um, let me ask you this about the legislative session. Um, and, and do you, you know, as we have talked about this, whether it's been on Winging It Wednesday or other folks that we've either had sound bites from or talked to ourselves, in some ways it's kind of been a lackluster legislative session. I mean, there have been some issues that are extremely important. I'm, I'm not suggesting that. But it, it almost seems as if some of the folks are a little less interested in really kind of going through the motions. And I think a lot of that has to do because this has been a long year. You've had the redistricting battle, which is still in the federal court. You've had this session, which seems like it's plotted on. But you also look at what's been going on on the national level. So I think this session, for those of us who've been around and are tired of it, mm-hmm. there are other people who are who are looking at it like, wait, the session is over already? They've kind of forgotten because there really haven't been many, uh, many uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Many major bills here, many uh, bills that pack a punch. Of course, everybody's looking at the, the abortion bills, uh, the abortion bill, which is now on Governor Edwards' desk, uh, the quote-unquote trigger law. Uh, for when the Supreme Court makes its decision, if they uh, rule the way we think they're going to. Uh, but everything else has been very much pet project. Mm-hmm. It's a, You have the budget, which we figured would get passed without much uh, opposition because everybody wants to make sure, A, they don't piss off the governor right now because they want money coming back to the district, but also at the same time, they want to get money flowing to their districts right now because it's an election year next year. Everybody's mm-hmm. fighting for self-preservation. Outside of that, all the bills that you hear about, the, the ones that get talked about, are have very little to do with the health and welfare of the state. They have to do with social issues. Uh, the transgender athlete bill, uh, as we mentioned, the abortion bill. Mm-hmm. You look at Royce DePlessis' bill trying to keep mugshots out of the public record. Yeah. There are a lot of bills that are either social, that are either very uh, topical in nature uh, in terms of what national politics mm-hmm. are doing right now and others mm-hmm. uh, you look at them are in one way or another seemingly trying to protect uh, lawmakers and or people tied to them. Mm. So it's it's one of these weird things where this has been a session where when you look at it, not much of significance has happened, or at least on the surface anyway. By the way, that Royce DePlessis bill is yeah. pending in a conference committee right now. Looks like the mugshot bill is going to die for this session anyway. Ah. It was read uh, by title, roll called, uh, Senate amendments rejected. So the House bill goes to a, confer- a conference committee. I highly doubt that it that comes, comes out, out of, of, of the legislature this year. Yeah, and, you know, once it goes in there, it's probably not going to come out. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and they, again, the session starts at 10 o'clock today. They have till mm-hmm. 6 o'clock. They're more than likely, mm-hmm. uh, as they say, sign or die. Sign or die. Uh, I love when they say it that way, you know. Uh, they'll uh, they'll adjourn uh, 
finally before well before six o'clock, I'd imagine. Oh, I would think you're probably straight on with that. But who Cina knows? Dia is the uh, for those who uh, like their Latin proper. Yes, yes, but they never say it that way. No, Sanada. Sanada. Uh, yeah, that's true. All right, speaking of Sanada, this is over for this point, but coming up. Ian's got some news. Implicit bias. We like it because, well, we like it. We take pride in Catholic conservative guy stuff. So this Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon, grab a weekly whiskey and see if your implicit bias aligns with ours. Implicit bias. Saturdays, 10 a.m. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It's 7.33 in the morning, 72 degrees on the back porch. Daniel Phillips says partly cloudy, lots of sunshine, and a high of 91 today. Full look at that forecast coming up in a few minutes. For News Talk 96.5 Cape Hill, I'm Ian Ozan. The big story this morning, the state legislature. It's the last day of the 2022 regular session. Lawmakers will adjourn sine die, or as they say the capital, sine die. At or before 6 o'clock this evening. While most of the session's work is done, lawmakers will spend their final few hours in the Capitol working to pass amended bills. Among them, constitutional amendments. Kevin Gallagher takes a closer look at those items. Eight amendments have already been passed for voters to decide, and lawmakers still have today to pass a few more that are in play. Political analyst John Kubion says that'll make for one long ballot. It is a fair amount of clutter, especially when you consider that there'll be other things on the ballot as well. Like Senate, Congress, and numerous local elections. He says the more items voters see on a ballot, the less interested they are in voting all the way to the bottom. They may just say, you know what, I'm going to vote no on all eight of them, and so that's a risk you have. Amendments passed so far would limit tax rate increases, exempt disabled vets from property taxes, and remove all language allowing any form of slavery from state statutes. I'm Kevin Gallagher. In Youngsville, a juvenile is in critical condition after a stabbing. It happened Saturday night around midnight in the 900 block of Young Street. Police say a fight led to that stabbing. 20-year-old Trent Hippolyte is in jail in connection with the case. He's facing an attempted second-degree murder charge. In Iberia Parish, the flooding of the Cargill Salt Mine is scheduled to begin today. It's the first milestone in the closing of that mine on Avery Island. The process is expected to take 45 days with a 30-day monitoring period to follow. Officials announced last year they'd close the mine. In Lafayette, new fees are coming to Moncus Park. If you park at the horse farm, you're going to have to start paying next month. If you use a dog park, you'll have to pay a $10 annual fee. Officials say they need the money to maintain the horse farm. That's because Moncus Park is a private facility and receives no public funding. In state news, Grand Isle is getting $122 million to fight coastal erosion. David Grubb explains what that money will pay for. The small community of Grand Isle has only gotten smaller over the last couple of years following the devastating effects of multiple hurricanes. Now relief is coming in the form of a $122 million investment by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to help repair Grand Isle's storm defenses. Mayor David Carmardale says it's taken a lot of meetings and pressure to get to this point, but it's finally here. Uh, we went to Washington to try to push things up in the last few months back, and uh, it looked like uh, it's happening. The three-phase project started in August and should ultimately be completed by the summer of 2024. For this year, Carmadale just wishes work could have begun a little sooner with hurricane season already upon us. I wish we could have started in February and, and be halfway through this, but uh, we got a lot of work to do. I'm David Grubb. On the health beat, COVID numbers may be down, but research on COVID treatments continues. A new LSU health study shines a new light on a possible treatment option. Brooke Thornton has the details. When we treated 30 patients with the ultraviolet light, we saw a reduction in the mortality rate here in New Orleans from about 33% to 13%. 
Associate Professor of Clinical Surgery, Dr. Frank Lau, says they know that vitamin D helps increase one's immune system, but in pill form, it's not as effective. However, it is with specialized light therapy, and they didn't have to wait long to see improvement among COVID hospitalized patients. Within uh, two to four days, depending on the patients. He says it's part of a much larger 500 patient study. It's exciting stuff. I'm Brooke Thorrington. In sports, the Louisiana Region Cajuns baseball team season is over. The Cajuns won their first game at the College Station Regional, beating Texas Christian University 7-6. The Cajuns then dropped two straight, losing to Texas A&M 9-6 on Saturday, and then to TCU on Sunday. Final score there, 6-1. Southern Miss staves off elimination. They beat LSU last night to force a winner-take-all championship game this afternoon at 3. The winner advances to the Super Regional. Louisiana Tech gets bounced after going 1-2 and two in the Austin Regional. Southeastern, 2-1 and done in the Auburn Regional. In basketball, the Golden State Warriors even the NBA Finals at one game apiece. They beat the Boston Celtics last night, 107-88. to The series now moves to Boston. Game 3, Wednesday night. Powerball jackpot tonight, $198 million. Mega Millions tomorrow, $207 million. Lotto on Wednesday, $1,950,000. And the Easy Five at $200,000. Dollars and finally, Bernie. Yes, sir. Let's see which one do we want to do for this one. Do we want to do a weird English tradition mm. or, or California courts going to California? Um. Oh, let's do the weird English tradition. All right, let's go to England. Uh, the village of Brockworth. Are you Brockworth with them at all? Brockworth. No, Brockworth. No, it sounds like uh, Bratwurst though. Well, <laughs> I was thinking broccoli, but what do you normally okay. pair with the bratwurst or with broccoli that makes it good? Uh, cheese. Okay. So the village of Brockworth is bracing for an influx of visitors celebrating the return of the unusual and inf- infamously dangerous Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling Race. Oh, fun. Tell You've me more. You've seen the video of this before yes. on TV or online, right? Yes. So, uh, of course, COVID forced uh, organizers to cancel it the last two years. But participants will once again be back at Cooper's Hill to chase a nine-pound wheel of double Gloucester cheese <laughs> about 625 feet down the mm-hmm. famously steep hill. Okay, now see, that's what they, that's my nickname. I'm a Gloucester cheese. That's it. No, I'm kidding. So what is it? It's a, how many pounds? Nine pounds. <laughs> nine pounds. So it's like rolling a cheese baby down a hill. Yes. Yes. Uh, the okay. winner is the first person to catch the cheese. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That rarely ever happens, though. So the winner typically is the first person to reach the finish line after the wheel, <laughs> which, by the way, has been known to reach speeds of up to seventy miles an hour. Wow, that's awesome. By the way, the winner gets the gets to take home the wheel of cheese. The wheel of cheese. Doesn't that sound delish? Well, there's no bankrupt to lose a turn on this wheel, so there's some good news on that. <laughs> this tradition, by the way, goes all the way back to 1826. Oh. When, uh, when, let's see, uh, the first printed reference to the cheese rolling race was in a message to the Gloucester Town Crier in 1826. <laughs> Locals claim they can trace the event back to at least the mid-1700s. Wow. The tradition is locally believed to be even older, with some suggesting really? it was started by the ancient Romans who had a fort on Cooper's Hill. Wow. Okay, but that, that actually kind of makes sense a little bit, too. I mean, I, you know, probably wasn't cheese, but, you know. I don't know. Could have been sort, you know. Well, just I don't know what what it what it reminds me of is, and don't ask me why. Wasn't it the Mayans that played that cool ball game? They had a court, and they would use that ball, and they'd have to get it through those those hoops. And the loser was human hoops. sacrificed. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, that was you either know, the Mayans or hey, the Aztecs. I forget. Didn't the didn't the, or maybe they both? Because I saw something just a couple of weeks ago on Discovery 
that was actually looking into new uncovered settlements. They use that LIDAR technology. Mm-hmm. And it was actually kind of referencing that perhaps one or either of the cultures got the idea from um, um, an older, earlier version, if you will. And that that's how it that then ended up coming into both of those cultures. They're suggesting that now that was actually something that both of the cultures took part in. Huh. Yeah, I know. But see, I'm a nerd that way. I watch those shows. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it makes it interesting because, again, you, you mentioned the, the Mesoamerican ball game. They're looking it up, uh, both of us are right. It, it actually, the Mayans, the Aztecs played it. It even reached uh, some uh, tribes as far north as modern-day Arizona. Wow. That's fascinating. And the human sacrifice was indeed part of yep, it. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, <laughs> now that think. part, yeah, we got to take that part You lose the NBA out. finals and you're off. So that would... <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yes, Ian. Oh, that would be a rough Lord. one, right? Yeah, that would be a rough one. <laughs> okay, just so. Think, just think if we yeah. had that in modern sports. Instead of being relegated to a lower league, you can't win, you lose. Wait, they do that in North Korea. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, that's probably, yeah. Uh, oh, Lord, boy, we know, awfully morbid there. And look, we did. It got weird. But, you know, you were talking about how weird it was for the game, for that ball game, you know, but. The Romans had the Colosseum. I mean, think about this because don't they have a special? One of the one of the networks is going to have a limited special about just that. About the Roman Colosseum, the uh, yeah, uh, the death matches. Yes, yeah. I don't think it's you know maybe like five episodes or something. Maybe it's History Channel. I don't know. If I don't have Discovery and Science Channel and History, I I just can't I can't function, man. I love. Those are the TV channels that that I love to watch. Yeah, um, I don't find much on on you know the standard old three of ABC, NBC, CBS. I'm sorry, I just don't. But those channels, although I have to, you want to know what my really guilty pleasure is? Was that okay? I actually have two. Besides Ancient Aliens, which mm-hmm. is totally kookalicious, right? Um, that guy's hair is kookalicious that, by Yes, Giorgio Sukalos' hair is crazy. But the show is fun because to me, it's kind of like, you know, science fiction in a way. Anyway, the other show is Expedition Unknown with huh. Josh Gates. Have you ever seen this show? I've heard of it, but I've never watched All it. All right, you are missing out, my friend. Let me tell you. So Josh Gates, he's, he is an archaeologist. But he kind of has taken up this modern vibe, although via television, of going around and helping people that are either looking for, you know, uh, you remember in California, there was the ship that supposedly got lost um, in, you know, one area, but it was in the middle of the desert. So he'll take up that or he'll help look for lost Incan cities, et cetera. So that is definitely one of my guilty pleasures. I'm telling you, you would love that show. That's not a guilty pleasure. That sounds educational. Oh, it a actually is. A guilty pleasure is. would be like The Real Housewives or something like that. <laughs> no thanks. Or okay. WWE Monday Night Raw. That, the, that craptacular passing is pro wrestling. <laughs> okay. And I'm not picking on anybody that does because that's their thing. So you you watch, but you also watch Raw, right? That I, I have not watched the episode oh. of Monday Night Raw in close to three years because okay. the WWE product is so It's so bad, like there's not even any fun. That is an insult to the fun. intelligence of professional Aww. wrestling fans. It's not pro wrestling. 
Oh, I'm not. sorry. Is there anything left that you do watch pro wrestling wise? It's all on YouTube and probably 20 years old Old, or older. yeah. Yeah, what a bummer. You know, it sounds like it was something that you really loved. It is. It's it's an art form. Is it is it predetermined? Yes, we know that. We know that the fix is in. But when done <laughs> right, you can suspend your disbelief right, and, and have fun. Maybe just maybe that it, that it's a shoot. Right. But nowadays, with all the with people doing flips in the ring, you can see that it's coordinated. You can see that the that the cooperation is there, and you can't suspend your disbelief. It's like watching Cirque du Soleil in a mm, ring. Interesting. Okay. Huh. Well. All right. Hey, speaking of the Aztecs, mm-hmm. they had that. Didn't they have that cocoa drink? You know, as part of the sacrifices that they. Isn't that what it? Yeah, it was like a hold on. It wasn't hot cocoa, obviously, or maybe it was. I don't know. Like it had hot, like it had cocoa beans in it, but it was more on the high. Let's get high off of the cocoa part of it. And I don't like know. That pepper, was news to me. Pepper in it and vanilla, all that kind of stuff. Wasn't I don't know. There? That's the first okay. time I'm hearing it, but you got me interested. Now. Okay, well, we're gonna have to go on a mission. <laughs> We need to go on a mission to find this out. Uh, I'm just kind of curious. I think that was kind of part of it. They were already kind of high anyway. You know? Well, well <laughs> here in Louisiana, <laughs> looks like everybody's looking for something to get them high. So this may be the next one. Uh, Gunny checks, and he says, I, and I'm guessing he's talking about Expedition Unknown. He says, good show. You need to check it out. So yes. I'll add that to my list. You're going to like it. It's it's super fun. Um, and... Um, it just there is an educational element, but it's it's also interesting for every kid that ever loved Indiana Jones and still does. I got to yeah. tell you, you know, they do the classic cinema at Grand and coming up in the month of June and July, uh-huh. they're going to have Raiders on the big screen back on the big screen for a Ooh. Sunday and a Wednesday. They're going to have Temple of Doom and then um, the third installment with uh Sean Connery, who plays Indiana's dad. His father, right. Yeah, I can't remember what the name of the third movie was. Raiders though. of the Lost Ark. Uh, let's see, first one was Raiders of the, the Lost, Lost Ark. Ark Temple, the of, Temple Doom, of Doom. And then, what was the third one? I'm going to have to look it up yeah, now. Yeah, I can't it, remember. And I... <sighs> All right, so we got two things to work on in this break. Hold on, Indiana Jones okay, and work- The Last Crusade. Ah, yes, of course, because they were looking for the grail. Yes. Right. All right, good. All right, while we take this break, I'm going to take Caller 5, Ian, and they will win a pair of tickets to tomorrow night's Taste of Eat Lafayette, which also features the Louisiana Seafood Cook-Off. Yes, it is a great event. You'll be able to sample more than 30 different items from 30 different local restaurants. And tomorrow night, either a king or a queen will be crowned for the Louisiana Seafood Cook-Off at tomorrow night's event at the Cajun Dome Convention Center. Caller 5, you will win. In the meantime, Ian, will you do me a favor and go yeah. look look up the ancient Aztec recipe for the cocoa? <laughs> Here's a problem. There's several of them. Oh, but, okay, well, then we'll, can I depend on you to report on it in a couple minutes? Yeah, let me look it's it up date. and I'll see what I can find you. I for love you. it. All right, 747, I need Caller 5 to get two tickets to the taste 
of Eat Lafayette. Caller 5, you will win those two tickets. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. There's really not a whole lot of weather going on over the next couple of days. We are very, very quiet as we make our way through the second week of June. Temperatures are going to push their way to about 91 degrees this afternoon. Keep in mind, the heat index is going to be running much warmer than that. It is going to be a hot one out there, so be ready for it. As we make our way through to the afternoon, I do think winds pick up a little bit. Could get a decent breeze. That'll help some, but it's still expected to be fairly muggy. Winds will be from the south at 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows are going to be in the mid-70s tonight, and then we are going to do it all over again tomorrow. In fact, it does look like the work week, for the most part, going to be staying quiet. We'll see a reintroduction of some spotty afternoon showers maybe a little later on this week. Next couple days, though, does look like it's going to be staying very dry. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And Ian says we are back up to 73 degrees now at the KPAL studios. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. We do have a little fender bender. South City Parkway at Johnston Street. That's South City Parkway at Johnston Street. A little fender bender there. Hey, everybody, buckle up. Hey, if you see some traffic, we need you to be our eyes and ears out there. 232-1542. You can also text us 24-7 just by downloading the KPL app. It's free in the App Store. I'm Bernadette Lee, and you're listening to News Talk 96.5 KPL. Congratulations to David. Ain't nobody better. David is getting two tickets to the lovely Taste of Eat Laffy event. Tomorrow night, he'll be able to taste all the deliciousness from 30 restaurants. So in addition to Taste of Eat Lafayette tomorrow night, they also do the Louisiana Seafood Cook-Off at the Cajun Dome Convention Center. Y'all, this is a great blast. Get yourself some tickets and go to this. The doors open at 530. It is so much fun so congrats david we got another pair of tickets uh you know so we'll give that away in the uh in the eight o'clock hour all right so ian were you able to in fact find the ancient uh aztec coca coca recipe yes and ah. it, it's really simple you need water okay there's always you that need, uh, you need mm-hmm. a chili pepper Oh, okay. Red hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, red, green, whatever <laughs> chili pepper uh, you choose. Okay. You'll need to slice it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you'll also need, of course, cocoa powder, vanilla mm-hmm. extract. Mm-hmm. If uh, Those are the ingredients here. Now, I've seen some other recipes that say add a little bit of sugar in, mm-hmm. and cinnamon to taste. But yeah. uh, this recipe just sticks with the basics. So you'll take a cup and a half of water. Boil it in a pot. You add the chili, uh, the chili, uh, the chili pepper, the chili pepper <laughs> with seeds included to oh, the boiling water. And man, that's going to make it so hot. Jeez. Right. Then you cook it at a boil for five to ten minutes. Then at that point, you strain the chili pepper and the seeds from the water, put the water back in the pot, then add four more cups of water to the chili pepper infused water. Reduce heat to medium low, bring it to a slow boil, then stir the cocoa powder and vanilla extract into the boiling water. Cook and stir until the powder dissolves completely. It takes about five to ten minutes uh, in all to do. 
Well, that is good. Thanks for getting that together. That's super sweet. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's apparently simple. It takes uh, 15 minutes, uh, five minutes prep time, 15 minutes. This is according to allrecipes.com. Uh-huh. And uh, then after that, you can drink uh, to your tongue's content. So which one is the website that has the recipe about adding the uh, vodka? No? Uh, (laughs) Well, there were a couple in Google. I didn't uh, click on those. I'm just kidding. You know I'm If you do want to add a little kick, they do recommend that. (laughs) But if you want to stick to how the Aztecs do it, that's the recipe. And by the way, according to all recipes, if you want a more authentic version of the way the Aztecs enjoyed it, chill the uh, drink before you consume. Uh-huh. Thank you very much, Ian. All right, so you know you, me, and Dawn, uh, the, that's a date. We're doing that. We're totally doing that. Okay, do want to let you know, a very nice lady called in. She said Cameron at Apollo. Traffic light malfunction there. That's Cameron at Apollo, right in that area where the traffic light is. That one's not working, so y'all be careful in that area. Uh, it's going to be mostly sunny today, a high temperature at 91, so another hot one. Mostly clear tonight, overnight low at 74, and kind of a repeat tomorrow of today. Tropical Storm Alex is in the Atlantic west of Bermuda, but no worries for us. By the time we get to Wednesday through Friday, it's going to be extremely hot out there. So we'll keep you posted on that. The loudest voices on the biggest issues. We're listening to your concerns, and that's why it's so important for us. To say that we hear you. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Depend on it. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stock futures are higher this morning after a losing week. Investors are trying to figure out how aggressively the Fed will raise interest rates and whether that will cause a recession as the central bank tries to slow inflation. The taser maker Axon Enterprises is ending work on a project to equip drones with stun guns to stop mass shooters. Reuters reports that members of the company's AI ethics board resigned in protest. The company announced the plans for taser drones after the mass school shooting in Texas. The Wall Street Journal reports that Starbucks interim CEO Howard Schultz is considering only outsiders as his permanent replacement. He says the company needs expertise in areas that they don't have now, and he told the paper they hope to choose a new leader by the fall. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Roger Stern, invested in you. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend Gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with Gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. Last week, hackers attacked the Daily Wire website as it was premiering the documentary What is a Woman? that investigates transgender ideologies and practices in America. Now, what I don't get is why there are so many seemingly educated liberals that in nearly any setting can carry on a cogent conversation with you on a variety of subjects, but yet are rendered incapable, speechless to describe what a woman is. Why is the left working so hard to annihilate the very existence of women. There is a war on women in this country by the left. 
The real question is, when will it stop? Only after the left can define what a woman actually is. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Farr. On News Talk 96.5 KPEL. And streaming live at KPEL96.5.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. 13 more mass shootings over the weekend. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. At least 17 people are dead with dozens wounded in those shootings nationwide. Three died in Philadelphia and in Saginaw, Michigan, two each in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and Mesa, Arizona. Some senators are working on new gun laws. Pennsylvania GOP Senator Pat Toomey has been working on expanding background checks on gun purchases since 2013. He said on CBS Face the Nation, he proposed tighter scrutiny on all commercial purchases, meaning... Sales at gun shows, sales that are advertised over the internet. He says some way to identify dangerous people is needed, but he added... How that will look when discussions are done is still a moving target. President Biden has called for legislation to limit access of violent weapons to dangerous people. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Our military and South Korea's teaming up as a show of force. One American and seven South Korean ballistic missiles have been launched into South Korea's eastern waters one day after North Korea fired eight short-range missiles from at least four different locations. The South Korean military said today's launches were to show that they can swiftly and accurately respond to North Korean attacks. That's Fox's Tanya J. Powers. The Navy's identified a pilot killed in a training mission crash. A U.S. Navy fighter jet crashed last week in California. Now the Navy says its pilot was Lieutenant Richard Bullock. He did not survive the crash. Bullock was flying a training mission in an F-A-18E Super Hornet when the aircraft went down in an unpopulated area near the city of Trona, which is close to the Death Valley National Park. The Navy is still investigating the cause of the crash. Evan Brown, Fox News. Gas prices up another cent and a half overnight to 486.5 a gallon nationwide, according to AAA. Another all-time high, a quarter of a gallon more than last Monday, 59 cents a gallon more than a month ago. America's listening to Fox News. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more. All for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? That's why Autism Speaks is teaming up with Lee Container, the Jay Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund, and delivering jobs to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Are you an HR professional, community leader, or business owner? Join us in creating a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. To learn more, visit AutismSpeaks.org slash employment. There is record-breaking heat in the forecast in parts of Texas. Strong to severe thunderstorms will be possible across sections of the northern and central high plains and then another region stretching from the Great Lakes down into the Ohio and Tennessee River Valley. Risks include large hail, damaging winds, heavy rainfall, and isolated tornadoes. Fox meteorologist Janice Dean. 
The head of a North Carolina animal rescue group is facing animal cruelty charges. Police finding the bodies of 28 dogs and two cats inside the home of 47-year-old Caroline Dawn Pennington. She's the CEO of Growl, an animal rescue group in the city of Columbia. Investigating officers in Richland County found the decomposing animals inside cages after receiving a complaint about the smell of death. The Richland County Sheriff says it's one of the worst cases of animal cruelty he's ever seen. The animals were reportedly left in the cages between seven and nine months. Pennington is charged with 30 counts of ill treatment of animals. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. More people are getting divorced in India. One man leaving his wife over too many noodles. According to the New Indian Express, a judge made that divorce announcement at a press conference a little over a week ago. Principal District and Sessions Court Judge M.L. Ragunath naming the divorce the Maggie case after a popular brand of instant noodles. The man complained that his now ex-wife would serve him Maggie noodles for breakfast, lunch and dinner. The judge said that the divorce rate has rapidly increased in India over the past few years, occurring more in urban areas where women tend to be more educated and financially independent. Laura Cantor, Fox News. Today starts a four-day work week with a three-day weekend every weekend for the next six months for 3,300 people in the United Kingdom. 70 employers are taking part in a trial program where people get their full pay and work 80% of the time, promising to get done 100% of their work. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It's 8.09 in the morning. Bernie, what's the widget say now? Is it still at 72? So now we're at 76 degrees. It's bumped Ooh, up Lord. quite a bit. Oh, and by the way, Scott in Plaisance, number two app chatter. Yeah. He says skies are cleared out there this morning and it's 79 degrees in Plaisance. He says traffic is a little heavy. But it's flowing well. Good morning, I was morning, about to Scott. ask about the new Plaisance Crossroads. <laughs> so traffic is heavy even though school is out. That's good to know. That means business is picking up in that yes. part of St. Landry Parish. Amen. Partly cloudy, lots of sunshine, high of 91 today. Daniel Phillips has a full look at the forecast coming up in a few minutes. For News Talk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. The big story this morning, the state legislature, the final day of the 2022 regular session. While most of lawmakers' work has been done, they'll spend their final few hours before sine die, or sine die, at the Capitol working to pass amended bills. Among those bills, possible constitutional amendments. Kevin Gallagher takes a closer look. Eight amendments have already been passed for voters to decide, and lawmakers still have today to pass a few more that are in play. Political analyst John Kuvion says that'll make for one long ballot. It is a fair amount of clutter, especially when you consider that there'll be other things on the ballot as well. Like Senate, Congress, and numerous local elections. He says the more items voters see on a ballot, the less interested they are in voting all the way to the bottom. They may just say, you know what, I'm going to vote no on all eight of them, and so that's a risk you have. Amendments passed so far would limit tax rate increases, exempt disabled vets from property taxes and remove all language allowing any form of slavery from state statutes. I'm Kevin Gallagher. In Youngsville, one juvenile is in critical condition after a stabbing. It happened Saturday night around midnight in the 900 block of Young Street. Police say a fight led to that stabbing. 20-year-old Trent Hippolyte is in jail in connection with that case. He's facing an attempted second-degree murder charge. In Iberia Parish, the flooding of the Cargill Salt Mine is scheduled to begin today. It's the first milestone in the closing of that mine on Avery Island. The process is expected to take 45 days, with a 30-day monitoring period to follow. Officials announced last year that they would close the mine. 
in Lafayette. If you like going to Moncus Park, get ready to pay. Parking fees coming soon to the horse farm. Also coming a $10 annual fee for the Moncus Park Dog Park. Officials say they need the money to maintain the facility. That's because Moncus Park is a private park and receives no public funding. In state news, Grand Isle is getting $122 million to fight coastal erosion. David Grubb explains what that money will pay for. The small community of Grand Isle has only gotten smaller over the last couple of years following the devastating effects of multiple hurricanes. Now relief is coming in the form of a $122 million investment by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to help repair Grand Isle's storm defenses. Mayor David Carmardale says it's taken a lot of meetings and pressure to get to this point, but it's finally here. Uh, we went to Washington to try to push things up in the last few months back and uh, it looked like uh, it's happening. The three-phase project starts in August and should ultimately be completed by the summer of 2024. For this year, Carmadale just wishes work could have begun a little sooner with hurricane season already upon us. I wish we could have started in February and, and be halfway through this, but uh, we got a lot of work to do. I'm David Grubb. On the health beat, COVID numbers may be much lower than what they were this time last year, but researchers on COVID treatment, or excuse me, research on COVID treatments continue. A new LSU health study, a new LSU health study shines a new light on a possible treatment option. Brooke Thornton has the details. When we treated 30 patients with the ultraviolet light, we saw a reduction in the mortality rate here in New Orleans from about 33% to 13%. Associate Professor of Clinical Surgery, Dr. Frank Lau, says they know that vitamin D helps increase one's immune system, but in pill form, it's not as effective. However, it is with specialized light therapy, and they didn't have to wait long to see improvement among COVID-hospitalized patients. Within uh, two to four days, depending on the patients. He says it's part of a much larger 500 patient study. It's exciting stuff. I'm Brooke Thorrington. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball season is over. The Cajuns won their first game of the College Station Regional. They beat TCU 7-6. Then they lost on Saturday to Texas A&M 9-6 and again to TCU on Sunday 6-1. Southern Miss staves off elimination by beating LSU to force a winner-take-all championship game this afternoon at 3 o'clock. The winner advances to the Super Regional. Louisiana Tech got bounced in, Aust- in the Austin Regional. They went 1-2 and two, and then Southeastern was 2-1 and done at the Auburn Regional. In the NBA Finals, the Boston Celtics now have home court advantage, or at least the series moves back to Boston. This after the Golden State Warriors even the series last night. Final score, 107-88. to Golden State-Boston tied at one game apiece. Game three Wednesday night in Boston. Powerball jackpot up to $198 million. That's the jackpot tonight. Mega Millions at $207 million tomorrow. Blotto, $1,950,000. And the Easy Five at two hundred. million thousand dollars and finally burning yes would you like a dog in the wrong place at the wrong time in new york or california courts being california courts uh let's go with california courts being california courts for 200 alex and the answer is okay a california court has classified this animal as a fish under endangered species law this animal as a fish uh, poodles. Uh, no, but no. Uh, when you hear the answer, you'll be just as well. Let me rephrase that. They have classified this insect oh. as a fish under the state's endangered species law. Oh, well, okay. So if it's endangered, they're thinking it's endangered. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say honeybees. You are close. Bumblebees. Oh, really? Now, why bumblebees? I wonder. Huh. So a ruling by a, Calif- by a California appeals court uh, has now led to bees being classified as fish. The case began in 2019 when the California Fish and Game Commission classified bumblebees as endangered 
Agricultural groups successfully appealed to the Sacramento County Superior Court to have the bugs removed. The groups argued that bees could not be listed as endangered under the umbrella of invertebrates because California's Endangered Species Law from the 1970s explicitly defines invertebrates as animals without backbones or, quote, fish, end quote. The 3rd District California Court of Appeals overturned that earlier decision. Bees are now part of the state's endangered list. They ruled that other non-aquatic invertebrates, such as snails, were already listed as endangered under the category of fish. So as a result, bees, uh, like each of the four bumblebee species, and I guess by extension, uh, honeybees, so we'll give you credit for a correct response, oh, uh, okay. are classified as terrestrial invertebrates while still being put in the fish category. Well, that's interesting. So for the sake of being an endangered species, bees are considered fish in California. Okay. Well, everything's weird in California. (laughs) Though with that said, uh, if we can do a a quick public service announcement here for all the beekeepers in Acadiana. Uh Uh-huh. If you see a swarm of bees anywhere near your home, near a business, near your car, Uh don't grab the raid. Don't call the exterminator. right. Exactly. Find a, a certified a local, beekeeper. Yeah. A quick Google search will help you. And there's so many more than there used to be, that's for sure. Absolutely, because uh, bees are, uh, are a dying breed. Well, uh, this uh, this is not a joke. Yeah, we need all the bees we can to help us out with agriculture, to help us out with producing honey, and with other uh, various endeavors, both mm-hmm. of an agricultural and, uh, and without, business bent. Yeah, because without the bees, we die. Plain and simple. Exactly. So if you see a swarm of bees mm. and you are not in immediate danger, mm-hmm. call, uh, look up a beekeeper online. There are several here in the Acadiana area. They will come by. They will safely round up the bees. They will transport them to a beekeeper, a place where they'll be safe, yeah. and all will be right with the with world. With the world. Yes, you're Now, so if you see right. a paper wasp, grab the raid and kill that sucker. <laughs> but the bees, let them be. Okay, so do we have we ever determined? I mean, maybe there is, and I guess we're just gonna have to look it up. But do roaches have a purpose? Uh, do roaches have a purpose? Yeah. Uh, aside from annoying the hell out of all of us, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure. Now, no, 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 I do no. know that if we have a nuclear holocaust, they'd survive. Yeah, that's uh, they right. are closely related to crawfish. Ah. I know that, hmm. but do they serve a purpose? I I can't help you. Though I'll say this: I was at uh, I was at the Home Depot the other day in Lafayette. Uh, mm-hmm. I won't say whether Southside or Northside, mm-hmm. but it was at one of the two Home Depot locations in Lafayette. I saw what appeared to be an American cockroach crawling on side of a of a car that was parked a few down uh, from me. Mm-hmm. Now that by itself, when you see a roach crawling on a on an object, that's one thing. But a, cro- but a roach crawling up next to a horse fly also perched on the car? <laughs> Kinky. <laughs> so my question now is, are roaches not afraid of horse flies? Do horse flies not mess with roaches? That is something I wish somebody mm. who knows insects better than I do could, uh, could explain. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, How in the hell did we get on this? I, I don't know, but someone's now calling, so... Maybe they, I don't know, maybe they have information. Um, yes, good morning. You've called Acadiana's Morning News. Do you have something to say on this issue? Uh, this is Norman, and this is what I have to say about bees. Uh, if you're going to find somebody to come get your bees at the house, you need to find out if they are 
destructive or non-destructive be uh, rounder-uppers. Because oh, okay. a lot of times, mm-hmm. they're going to take the wall off to get the bees. Oh. And if you say, I don't want, I don't want my wall taken down, then some, at least one or two of them told me in the past, kill them. And I don't want to do that either. Right. So there you go. Okay. Well, oh, thank that's you. That's good to know. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I guess I... I didn't I didn't know about that. Hmm. All right, good to know. Coming up now on 820 on Acadiana's a morning news. Buzz. Buzz. Thanks, Ian, for our morning buzz hey. about news. You to man. Your news update <laughs> brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over forty thousand furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home furniture plus bedding. Welcome home. There's really not a whole lot of weather going on over the next couple of days. We are very, very quiet as we make our way through the second week of June. Temperatures are going to push their way to about 91 degrees this afternoon. Keep in mind the heat index is going to be running much warmer than that. It is going to be a hot one out there, so be ready for it. As we make our way through to the afternoon, I do think winds pick up a little bit. Could get a decent breeze. That'll help some, but it's still expected to be fairly muggy. Winds will be from the south at 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows are going to be in the mid-70s tonight, and then we are going to do it all over again tomorrow. In fact, it does look like the work week, for the most part, going to be staying quiet. We'll see a reintroduction of some spotty afternoon showers maybe a little later on this week. Next couple days, though does look like it's going to be staying very dry. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And right now, 76 degrees sunshine in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. Okay, got a fender bender this morning. Mills at Ulliner Road. That's Mills at Ulliner Road. That's spelled U-L-I-N-O-R. If you're kind of looking for an area there, the little crash, South City Parkway at Johnston is still up on the board. That's South City Parkway at Johnston. That's still up on the board. Hopefully, it'll get uh, moved to the side of the roadway if it hasn't already. Over in Broussard, got a little fender bender. It's on Young Street, right by 90 eastbound. That's Young Street, right before you get to 90 eastbound. Make sure that you're buckling up and keeping it safe out there today. It's coming up now at 824. It's Katie morning news. Good morning, Katie Good morning, Ian. Hello. Good morning, Bernie. How are you? By the way, yes. we were talking about beekeepers a second yes. ago. Got a text from someone listening asking about the, the meeting a beekeeper. Yeah. Uh, so it was it actually pretty timely that we uh, discussed it because this is that time of year where people may be going back to either camps or other properties mm-hmm. that have been sitting that might not have visited in the last few months, and they're finding those swarms. They need beekeepers. So doing a quick uh, check online Ooh. and. Uh, I remember the LSU Ag Center had a list of, mm. of phone numbers, mm-hmm. and sure enough, just a quick check, uh, the LSU Ag Center updated their list of beekeepers just in the last month. So if you are in need of a beekeeper, uh, go to the LSU Ag Center's website. That's lsuagcenter.com. And going, uh, if you go to the search bar, you have topics. I, I think it's in the lawn and garden section, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you can find the list of beekeepers there, and they have all regions of Louisiana. Uh, so no matter where you are, where your property is, you can find beekeepers. So uh, it's uh, 
is certainly a great resource to have if you are in need. Again, that is uh, lsuaccenter.com is the website. It's actually the Environment and Natural Resources section. And then if you search through there, you'll find an insects and relatives section. And then through that, you'll find uh, the beekeeper list in the bees and wasps section. Ah, very nice. Well, in fact, you don't even have to click that last button. Just go to the Environment and Natural Resources, go to Insects, and one of the first items there is the honeybee removal and swarm collection. Mm -hmm. So you can find all the people right there. It's on the LSU Accenters website. So those of you who are in need, uh, check that out. There are a lot of great options in Lafayette, St. Landry, Iberia, Vermilion, Parish. So if you need something and you're looking for someone who will take care of the bees and let them do as one person on the list said, let them do as God intended, uh, <laughs> they'll gladly do that for you. So uh, that's nice. uh, all of the LSU Accenters website. Ah, lovely. Well, thanks for that info. That's very helpful. Appreciate that. Okay. Now, in the, oh, my goodness, this is way too funny. I have a new sign. Uh, one of our listeners, Yvette, sent this to me. Mm-hmm. She happened to see it on Facebook this morning and sent it to me. Uh, I'm going to, I think I'm going to print out this sign. <laughs> I'm putting this in the window on the driver's side of my car. And it shall read. I'm fat. Don't park so close. Have a nice day. <laughs> it's so me. But here's yes. the thing with that. Can can we use that as a, as a launching pad to something that needs to be said? Oh, I guess you're going to just spill it. Spill it. What do you think? Dear Lafayette. Yes. There are lines in the parking lot for a reason. <laughs> Don't take two parking spots. Uh, Don't park so close to one line that the person in the spot next to you can't right? get in. I know. Please leave a space for Jesus. <laughs> leave a space to where we can get in and we can park. You know, there there's an old man code okay. that says when you go to the bathroom and there are no dividers, you leave an empty space unless <laughs> all available spots are taken. Then you fill the empty ones. <laughs> we need to start doing that with parking spaces. <laughs> Leave a space in between and Uh then start filling those in once you absolutely need to. Okay. I think that's fair enough. I think it's fair enough. I just don't know. Is it legal for me to actually put up a printed sign on my driver's side window? You know, I mean, I think that's one of life's burning questions. Look, here's the thing. It's better you it's better you put a sign in your window saying, hey, leave me some space than doing what some other people have done. And that's put post-it notes uh, on uh, on other people's cars, accusing them of oh, being uh, yeah, 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 uh, totally. rear orifices, if you get my drift. I would never do that. I would never do that. I might think about it, but I wouldn't do that. And I guess I could put up my sign only when I park. But I'm afraid I'll forget about it and drive around town with that. Although, <laughs> as long as it's not a driving hazard, I mean, I don't care because it's hilarious. No, that's not a driving I'm fat. hazard. Don't you know park what a driving too close. hazard is? What is a driving hazard? A wasp <laughs> flying up to you while you're par- stuck in traffic. Yeah. I was at the traffic light. This is about five, six years ago. The traffic light at South College and Johnson Street. <laughs> I'm moseying along. And all of a sudden, out of my periphery, I see a wasp flying. And I thought it was Ooh. in my car. And I was doing my best kung fu yep. fighting. Mm-hmm. Only to realize that the that. wasp was outside the window. <laughs> and the people in the car next to me were laughing. <laughs> I've done that too, man. I'm right there with you. <laughs> now, that uh, is a driving hazard. Uh, yeah, that could be a driving hazard. And I mean, hey, it's my car. As long as I don't ride around with it. So I have to just stick it on the door frame until I get to where I'm going. But, dude, really? 
Like people do. They do crazy stuff while parking. And there are all these Facebook groups, and I admit it, I'm a part of one. And I go and take a look at the the crazy way that people park. And if you got such a nice car, just go all the way to the back of the parking lot. Look, my old and man. And park over there. My old man is notorious for doing that. He will park in Timbuk 3 yeah. and walk a mile to get where yeah. he goes because he knows nobody's going to mess with his car. Absolutely. I'm totally cool with that, you know, because think about it. Then you're like way away from everybody else. So nobody has to worry about where you have parked because most people are not going to worry about getting the exercise. They want the best spot they can get. But if you're going to be parking up near the front and you don't want somebody to ding your doors, then get in the middle of the parking space, man. Yeah. Look, Ooh. there may be nobody at the mall. My mm-hmm. dad is still going to park a mile away and walk. I have a relative like that. I totally get it. You know, I really do understand that. That's cool. It's just the people who want to get super close to you. Oh, man, those people. But here's the other part. And here's the other benefit of parking close. Yes. And I've learned this yeah. with, my, with my dad. We've gone to events at the Cajun Dome. And, of course, it's not surprising he's parking a mile away. He's parking closer to the... Uh, to the shopping center. Yeah. Hell, he's parked almost at Sash Shoes uh, <laughs> by the time he finds a spot. But the beauty of parking far away from a venue, whether it's the mall, whether it's the Cajun Dome, anywhere mm-hmm. else, the farther away you park and the closer you put yourself to an exit. Amen. You get out of there more quickly. Amen. And if you can walk and or jog at a, at a decent speed, mm-hmm. you're going to get out of the parking lot first. So parking a mile away has its benefits. Also backing into the parking spot, you yep. know. You, you, yeah, everybody's got a rear camera, so that's great. And then you just do that at the beginning. That way you don't even have to worry about it. You yeah, back in. And I know uh, from my own experience, I'm better at parking, backing in instead of going forward. So, hey, it helps me because I have that camera. Now, my depth perception still sucks, but at least <laughs> the camera helps. All right, now look here. And the other final thing, and we're just going to say it, as Ian said, don't take two spots. Yes. Come on. <sighs> all right, that's all we got to say on that. Boy. I feel like I've gotten something <laughs> off my chest. I feel better now. Forrest Gump 1, Forrest Gump 2. That's all we got to <laughs> say about that. Get breaking news first and exclusive content now. Download the free KPL News app, free in the App Store and Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. It's 8.36 in the morning, 76 degrees outside right now. Daniel Phillips says it'll be sunny, partly cloudy, high of 91 today. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start with some breaking news that just came in, Bernie. The Doosan Police Mm. Department decimated Mm -hmm. by COVID-19. Doosan PD implementing a mutual aid policy after five officers, including Chief Kip Judy's, tested positive for COVID-19. The first positive test came back on Thursday. This morning, Chief Judy's tested positive. So if you call uh, Doosan Police Department, the all calls to the to the administrative offices will go to town hall. In progress crimes will be diverted to either the Lafayette Parish Sheriff's Office or Louisiana State Police, as per the proper proper mutual aid agreements. Uh, Doosan Police will not be handling any calls uh, because of the outbreak, and as a result, there may be a delay in some responses. But mm-hmm. all calls will be handled. Again, for those of you just joining us, Doosan Police implementing a mutual aid policy after a COVID outbreak in the department. 
five officers, including Chief Kip Judy's, testing positive between Thursday and this morning. This is a developing story. We'll have more details at kpel965.com and the KPL mobile app as they become available. The other big story this morning is the legislative session. It's the final day. CNA DA will be, will be called at or before 6 o'clock tonight. More bills on the way, including possible constitutional amendments. Kevin Gallagher takes a closer look at those items. Eight amendments have already been passed for voters to decide, and lawmakers still have today to pass a few more that are in play. Political analyst John Kubion says that'll make for one long ballot. It is a fair amount of clutter, especially when you consider that there'll be other things on the ballot as well. Like Senate, Congress, and numerous local elections. He says the more items voters see on a ballot, the less interested they are in voting all the way to the bottom. They may just say, you know what, I'm going to vote no on all eight of them, and so that's a risk you have. Amendments passed so far would limit tax rate increases, exempt disabled vets, from property taxes and remove all language allowing any form of slavery from state statutes. I'm Kevin Gallagher. We have another bit of breaking mm. news that yes, just sir. came in from the city of New Iberia. All and right. I'm taking a look at the map just to make mm-hmm. sure I have the business correct. Because yes. mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking, yeah, uh, it was the business I'm thinking of. According to New Iberia police, uh, an employee at the Rouse's supermarket is in the hospital after being struck by a car driven by a shoplifter. Happened mm-hmm. around 630 last night. Again, at the Rouse's on oh, East Admiral Doyle Drive. According to officers who arrived at the scene, two male suspects stole several items from the store. Two employees tried to stop them. The suspects mm-hmm. got into a vehicle, drove away from the scene, and in the process of driving away, hit one of the employees with the car, dragging that employee. Jesus. The employee is in the hospital with major injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, one suspect, according to an update that just came in within the last five minutes, has been identified, but police have not released the name of that suspect okay. just yet. So this is another developing story. If you have information... Call Captain Leland Laster at the New Iberia Police Department, 321-6355 is that phone number. Of course, you can uh, call Crime Stoppers, use the P3 app, and get in touch with them that way. Who Lord, it's a Monday. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those days. Staying in Iberia Parish, the flooding of the Cargill Salt Mine scheduled to begin today. First milestone in the closing of that mine on Avery Island. The process is expected to take 45 days with a 30-day monitoring period to follow. Officials announced last year that they would close the mine. In Youngsville, a juvenile is in critical condition after a stabbing. It happened Saturday night around midnight at the 900 block of Young Street. Police say a fight led to that stabbing. 20-year-old Trent Hippolyte is in jail in connection with the case. He's facing an attempted second-degree murder charge. And finally, in Lafayette, new fees coming to Moncus Park. If you drive there and park your car there at the park, you'll have to pay for that right or that pay for that privilege rather in the near future. You'll also have to pay $10 annually to use the dog park. The officials say they need the money because Moncus Park is a private facility and receives no public funding. Raging Cajuns baseball season is over. Uh, they lost to TCU yesterday, 6-1 to one, in an elimination game to end their season after winning the Sunbelt Conference Championship. Powerball jackpot tonight at $198 million. It's 8:40. A lot more of Acadiana's Morning News on the way. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. There's really not a whole lot of weather going on over the next couple of days. We are very, very quiet as we make our way through the second week of June. Temperatures are going to push their way to about 91 degrees this afternoon. Keep in mind the heat index is going to be running much warmer than that. It is going to be a hot one out there, so be ready for it. 
as we make our way through to the afternoon. I do think winds pick up a little bit. Could get a decent breeze. That'll help some, but it's still expected to be fairly muggy. Winds will be from the south at 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows are going to be in the mid-70s tonight, and then we are going to do it all over again tomorrow. In fact, it does look like the work week for the most part. We want to be staying quiet. We'll see a reintroduction of some spotty afternoon showers maybe a little later on this week. Next couple days, though, does look like it's going to be staying very dry. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, 79 degrees, mostly sunny skies right now. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. All right, Mill Street at Ulliner Road. Got a little fender bender there. That's Mill Street at Ulliner Road. Little fender bender there. Make sure that you're buckling up, keeping it safe out there today. Our final pair of tickets. The Taste of Eat Lafayette is happening tomorrow night over at the Cajun Dome Convention Center. It's running in conjunction with the Louisiana Seafood Cook-Off. So it's going to be a great event. As the Louisiana Seafood Cook-Off takes place, you'll be able to watch the event. And a king or a queen will be designated as the winner this year. Now, as the Taste of Eat Lafayette goes on, you will be able to taste food from 30 local establishments. So call our five You'll win a pair of tickets right now to see the event tomorrow night. 232-1542. It's 232-1542. Caller 5 is going to win. And if you're saying, well, I don't want to wait for that, you can still buy tickets right now. Just go to the Cajun Dome box office. You can check it out at Ticketmaster.com. But right now, Caller 5 wins. 232-1542. It is coming up now at 845 on Acadiana's Morning News. Congratulations to Willie getting the two tickets to the Taste of Lafayette event tomorrow night over at the Cajun Dome Convention Center. Congrats. All right. See what the mamas and daddies are saying to their kids. That that ain't funny, man. Yeah, they're probably God. saying you're, you're trying to deprive us of grandkids. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, like seriously. But that's, not that's nice. one of the things when when she said that, uh-huh. I felt it. I I, uh-huh. I literally I hurt myself. Well, yeah, like, dude. Oh. oh, okay. So, yeah, but don't kids know not to do that? I don't know. He was a, he was a young kid. He was a run of the group, and the two older boys were were, were fooling with him all day. Ah, uh, and he finally and, had enough. And I think enough. the tomfoolery went a little bit too uh, far. Yeah, that can happen. You know, uh, I guess that's kind of a. One of those, maybe that's a good reason why, you know, the bigger kids maybe shouldn't pick on the little kids. And for the rest of the afternoon, all I could think of was the line from the police of Synchronicity 2. It was a humiliating kick in the crotch. Oh, dude. Yeah, seriously. Woo, that's a painful one. Yeah, it is. Oh, man, that's not good. So remember, kids, if you're going to the pool, wear a cup. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) What's your your thing? Your buddy cup? The nutty buddy, yes. Nutty buddy. That's it. Oh, man, you're hilarious. Uh, but so you know you what? It's smart. Yet? Yeah, I've actually, um, yeah, family uh, went to their pool. Uh, gosh, I guess it's been about a month or so since I was uh, since I was at their pool. Maybe it was even earlier than that. It might have been April. Um, we're some some wild swimmers. But okay, wait, that sounds crazy. No, <laughs> we are not any wild swimmers. You know what we like to do? We like to soak up the sun and have a beverage or two. Okay, so it's about floating. And have it a beverage. Okay, there is really as little physical activity as possible. (laughs) 
I'm a floater, okay? Well, like there's nothing wrong with that. There's Have a absolutely beverage. nothing wrong with that. I'm with you. I'm absolutely for the record, with you. The pool we went to yesterday had a box of of toys for kids. Oh, really? Uh, or you would think they're for kids. They had the flotation devices and all that yeah. stuff. More adults were using the floaties than the kids. Are you serious? I, I kid you not. You had you had adults on the with the pool noodles floating on the pool noodles <laughs> in the water, the and the kids are like, "Hey, share, share, give us one of those, please." But I mean, they should. Maybe it is for the other people though. Maybe it's for the other people too. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But whatever the case is, uh, the adults were uh, were enjoying it. There may or may not have been beverages involved. Oh, yes. But uh, it's the yes. way it should be. Yes. So yeah, no, I I'm a I love the pool. I wish I could say I go there to exercise. I go to float. It's true. I admit <laughs> it. You know, probably I should do some exercises. Speaking of which, um, when we come back, I want you to explain how does one injure oneself while sleeping? Leveraging uh-huh. the power of Fox News Radio to cover the big issues that matter to you. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Depend on it. I thought the music was appropriate because as we're wrapping up here today, Ian says he hurt his side while sleeping. How does one do that? I mean, the woo. <laughs> No, I thought you were saying you, I have to be a square to injure myself while sleeping, which is why you played Square Biz, which, by the way, is a great song by Tina Marie. Um, I, I don't know what I did. All I know is I fell asleep Saturday night. I had my headphones on listening to Cajuns uh, yeah. baseball. Yeah. And after the game ended, after Jay Bird <laughs> signed off and thanked yeah. us uh, for letting him take us out to the ballpark, I put on Lionel Richie. Yeah. I put on the Can't Slow Down album. Okay, so I listen it's, to that. you know what? I'm, but, and let me just stop you. I know you're trying to tell this story. But it's like you and I are brother and sister. Uh-huh. Uh, the music we love. The fun we have. Okay, but finish your story. Lionel Richie is like the best. But go ahead. So I'm listening to Lionel Richie. Yes, yes. And because I wanted to listen to All Night Long, which, by right. the way, is a great song. Yes, yes, it is. Then he gets into Penny Lover, and I think that's where I, between that and Stuck on You is where I drifted off to sleep. Uh-huh. So I woke up a couple of hours later, realized my headphones are still on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was because of how my body was, of how I had twisted my body to make sure my head was flat, but yeah. I wasn't completely on my back. I woke up, and I had a, what felt like a... a searing muscle pain oh, down the down my right side uh-huh woke up the next morning and it was still there and it, you sure and it was didn't there get all day yesterday or something <laughs> do what you sure you didn't get kicked or something no i, I don't think i got kicked my <laughs> first thought was did a bullet come through the wall <laughs> jesus that bad that it, it was a shooting pain and oh it was like okay God. no I, I don't have any wounds there are no holes in the wall yeah so i so i got up i tried stretching that Oof. didn't work i put some biofreeze on it yeah that worked a little bit went to the icy hot that uh-huh. helped a little bit more but once i got into the hot tub it all worked out. it all worked out well i'm glad i'm glad that happened and there wasn't some strange like i don't know weird ghost attack or something in the middle of your sleep man well who knows that very well could have happened uh, okay all right is that code for something no just kidding no there are no codes there I, we got ghosts all around us i'm just kidding i'm there teasing. may have been a patrick swayze attack <laughs> all Speaking right of great movies <laughs> yeah so you really like that movie oh god yeah oh okay well because it's you know a lot of guys won't admit when it's kind of a movie that's a chick flick you know, 
But it's a sweet movie. And I mean, it, it's, I know I, the first time I saw that movie, it was a little bit frightening to me. Well, that's the thing. It, it creeped me out as a kid. Yeah, now, yeah. Ghost came out in, what, 1990, 91? Mm-hmm. I remember when it was on TV, when it first ran on network, it was on HBO. My mom always wanted to watch Ghost, and it scared the living daylights out of me as a kid. Oh, but looking back at it now, it's it's a good movie mm-hmm. and a great use of um, of the Righteous Brothers. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that true? God, that's that's very true. Very true indeed. All right, so uh, Lionel Richie again today, later on. Tell the yeah, truth. Yeah, there'll be some Lionel Richie later on today. We may go to Dancing on the Ceiling and revisit that one, but there will be some Lionel Richie in the future. All right, listen to the show tomorrow. Don't miss it. We'll have another chance for people to pick up a pair of tickets to Taste the Lafayette and the big cook-off that's going to happen, the seafood competition that takes place tomorrow at the Cajun Dome Convention Center. We're going to have a pair of tickets up for grab. I don't know, maybe in all the hours tomorrow during yeah, the morning You show. just have to tune in. We'll That's have right. that. Tomorrow is Tuesday, so let's see. Trooper Thomas Gossin will be here. Indeed. And who knows who else will pop up, so you'll have to stop by and check in. God willing, if the checks don't bounce, we'll be here. We trust you'll be here, too. Indeed. Today, you'll have mostly sunny conditions. Yes, a warm one. Daniel Phillips says our high around 91, but we can handle it. Mostly clear tonight and overnight low at 74. Pretty much on repeat for Tuesday, much warmer Wednesday through Friday. In the meantime, can we try to love one another? Amen. If you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen that'll save space in your cabinet, to learn more, visit simplegreen.com. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Our Lady of Lords, where they believe your health lives in the story of your life. They listen. They heal. Visit lordsrmc.com. We listen, we heal for more information. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. Workers at the Starbucks in Ithaca, New York, have filed a complaint with the National Labor Relations Board because the company is closing their store. The workers say it's retaliation after they voted to form a union. Starbucks says the closing has nothing to do with the union vote. It was prompted by other issues. Meanwhile, workers at a Starbucks in New Orleans have voted to form a union. It's the first Starbucks union in Louisiana. The Wall Street Journal says Carl Icahn is dropping his proxy fight over the treatment of pregnant pigs at Kroger. Animal rights activists say the animals are put in cages that are too small. Reportedly, Icahn says he doesn't think he would win because Kroger is doing well financially. He tried a similar proxy fight at McDonald's and also conceded defeat. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Roger Stern, invested in you. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER. To 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898.